Geek Out Loud is brought to you by Tops. Rediscover Tops with the Journey to the Last Jedi trading card set now. Available at retailers and card shops. And make sure you check out Tops.com for all the latest news, set, and merchandise from the name in card collecting. Hey, while you're at it, check out the Star Wars Card Trader app available on iPhone and Google Play. In the App Store on iPhone and Google Play. One take Glosson, ladies and gentlemen. We thank Tops for their sponsorship of Geek Out Loud. On this episode of Geek Out Loud, you get to travel around North Georgia with myself, Shaz Bazaar, and Team Steve, Steve Bennett of Team Steve, as we go on a Stranger Things expedition, all for you on your safe place to geek out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Geek Out Loud, your safe place to geek out on the internet. My name is Steve Glosson. Glad to be along with you on a very, very special episode. Now, uh, right out of the gate, I-, I will tell you, just to get some things out of the way, whenever you're, whenever I'm in the field, I'm not going to say whenever you're doing it, because you probably do it right. Um, whenever, whenever I'm out in the field uh, using a different recorder than normal and not in the studio, the sound quality ends up suffering a little bit because of it, and and so th- through some of the clips we play here, you're gonna you're gonna hear the sound not be everything that I would prefer it to be, um, but but I hope you'll be able to live with it regardless. As this is the Stranger Thing Expedition episode, as promised, beginning tomorrow night, uh, as the time of this recording, we will begin to walk through episode by episode, season one of Stranger Things, leading into next week's big season two release on Netflix. Uh, so looking forward to doing that and looking forward to having a good time as we do that. We're going to try to get some different people on to watch an episode with us here or there. And uh, we're just basically going to watch TV and talk right over it. So I hope you'll be a part of that as as we get going. Um, to get all of the other stuff out of the way right now, you know about the Amazon links, you know about the um, you know about the, the Entertainment Earth links and all the good stuff at uh, Geek Out Online and geekoutpodcast.com. If you haven't bought tickets for The Last Jedi or you just want to buy some extra tickets for The Last Jedi, you can do so through the Fandango links you'll find at geekoutpodcast.com right now. And when you do so, uh, you can also, while supplies last, until October 23rd, whichever comes first, 
you can get a Last Jedi poster for free. So check it out um, there at geekoutpodcast.com and check out those Amazon links. They'll get you to wherever you want to go on Amazon, and it just helps us out. When you use those links and then purchase something, it really does help the shows out. And, of course, if you want to support the shows directly, patreon.com slash geekoutloud. Our featured supporter on this episode, you're going to hear a lot from him, is old Team Steve himself. He's the benefactor and supporter of this episode. He was the planner and producer of... He really stepped into a huge producing role uh, in the expedition uh, uh, for Stranger Things. And um, he provided transportation. He provided lodging. He, he found all of our locations. He did... Steve did all the work and and really handled all the behind-the-scenes stuff and was just fantastic to allow me and Shaz to tag along with him. And and while you'll probably hear my voice more than anyone else's as we go through this, understand that it was Steve Bennett of Team Steve uh, to who, who made this all happen. I'm really, really looking forward to getting into this. So I will set the stage for you. Um, briefly, I'd received an email back during the summer from Steve Bennett wanting to do this very thing. And, uh, things fell through during, during the earlier part of the summer. And then we rescheduled for around August and he talked about maybe bringing someone else along. And, uh, I'll be honest with you and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but the first person that came to mind was Shaz Bazaar from Techno Retro Dads. Um, I, I, I can't say enough good things about Shaz Bazaar and, and the person he is and the fun that we have when we get together. Um, I am, I consider myself so blessed in the last year and a half or so to really have gotten to know Shaz very, very well. And, um, and, and having spent some time with him at the Bigfoot Museum back in December and, and over in Birmingham for a couple of hours one night with the guys from the Deuce Cast. Deuce Cast? Deuce Cast. Um, he's, he's really become a, a good, good friend. And um, I, uh, I, I, I can't tell you enough. Just the minute we talked about bringing someone else along, I knew it had to be Shaz Bazaar. And so he's with us on this. And so we, we met up that morning around 10 a.m. and uh, loaded up in a car together. And... Um, went on our little trip so here we go this is day one and and i'll i'll come back between clips here on day one we we did a lot more shorter stuff on day one um and i'll come back and try to explain and maybe fill in some gaps and don't get filled in by what we're telling you but this is the stranger things expedition i hope you enjoy it Okay, we have we have exited for the most part. Pretty much, we've exited Rome, Georgia. I'm uh, along with Shaz Bazaar and Team Steve. Steve Bennett. Team Steve. 
uh, Steve Bennett, last time we were together, we were riding the loop on the Star Tours. Now we're riding the loop in North Georgia. <laughs> and Shaz Bazaar, welcome. Welcome to the Stranger Things Expedition. This is stranger than I imagined. Sponsored by Steve Bennett. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to hit up Benny's Burgers. Is that what the place is called, Benny's? It's Benny's. Right. Yep. What's the actual name of the place? Do you know? Oh, it was at Tina's or something like that. Oh, Cafe? old Tina. Yeah. We're going to go see old Tina. That's because Benny's gone. Oh, like right in the head. <laughs> like right between the eyes. Good night. Well, that was intense. Man. Guys, I watched Stranger Things the other weekend, and um, and I couldn't stop. Like, it started up, and I couldn't stop. Now, Steve, you're speeding a little bit up there. I hear the ding-a-ling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you got precious cargo on board, so be careful. Um, and and I'm just I'm stoked for this, this, this little journey we're taking. Shaz, favorite Stranger Things moment. Go. Uh, stealing waffles out of the supermarket. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> That's like her super villain moment. When... She, she just struts out of there, brings the, the shopping cart out of the lady's hands to stop, and then the doors. Oh. You know, I'm like, he can walk through the doors at this point, but I think he's too freaked out. But bless her heart, she ate them cold. That's what, okay, exactly. I'm like, where's she going to heat these things? Yeah. Up? Maybe she can, you know, like put them in the palm of her hand and... and Get them all. Are you saying she has heat eating. powers? She's got everything. Is else. that coming out in Stranger Things too? Could be. Are you making a call right now? No. Human Torch. Oh, yeah, Millie Bobby that's Brown, the idea. Human Torch. Bobby Brown. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown, the Human Torch. She gets the power from Godzilla. That's oh, Godzilla. Steve Bennett's favorite Stranger Things moment. The return of Eleven at the quarry. Oh yes. Snaps Troy's arm. Yes. Oh, the way she just kind of tilts her head to do it too. You know, when she does that, uh, you know, she did that to break a guy's neck. Right. In the, right. Uh, the hospital. Uh, but I was like, why didn't she just twist her arm? You know, but evidently it's just that's her motion to break people. That's her. Yeah, that's her motion to make things move. It's kind of scary. Oh, she's a scary child. Like, you got to be on her good side quick. Um, it's that the, that's the same moment when she made dude fly, isn't it? When, that's right. Yeah, she got Mike in the air. Yes. That was those were that was probably of that whole show. It was a great moment, don't get me wrong. And I and I feel like the effects were a little bit intentionally because the effects aren't that great in that moment. Like you you can definitely tell it's a matte situation where they've um uh what what do you call it when you lay something over? Anyhow, it looked very eighties. It looked like very much eighties special effects in that moment, which made it that much better for me. Um but I love that moment. It's it's a it's a BA moment, as they say. Is that when? That's not when the other little boy decides that he's going to be friends with her, is it? Because he comes. What brings Lucas? Lucas. What brings Lucas around on her? It's not that moment because he's not there. Because remember, they're they're all separated and fighting. And I can't remember now because I was watching. I'm like, what brings him around? But he finally comes around and shakes her hand, and they all shake hands. Man, I love that. He went back to the lab to scout out the lab. That's right. I'm going to have to find a way to disengage this. <laughs> <laughs> you know that or slow down. Uh, Those are your choices. Please drive. drive by. 
Isn't that a Van Halen song? Oh, Van Hagar. Okay. No, but Lucas went to the lab and was uh, climbing the tree. Right, right. And that was a solo deal. Well, that's because they were all mad at each other because he was still going after Will and he had his compass like he liked it. Because that's why he got mad at her is because she didn't want them to go. And so they were walking the tracks around Stone Mountain and um, and she was she was controlling the compass needles. And then when they got in a fight and she was worried for Mike, she slings Lucas off of him. Lucas gets knocked out. Why am I doing play-by-play -play for Stranger Things right now? Because <laughs> we want to know what turned Lucas. And that's when they all get in fight. And so uh, Mike goes to shake his hands first because them's the rules. Man, y'all remember having rules like that as kids? Did y'all have rules oh, like that with your friends? Totally. Yes. Like, you know what? You know the pact, man. You know the blood oath. Anyhow, yeah, so then he goes to do it himself. And I don't know. Maybe they just... I don't know. Well, he called in the bad men. He was up right, there. He was right. looking the, through the binoculars, and then he picked up the CB, and, and the guys were having a hard time hearing what he was saying. Oh, it's when they were going to hide, and she took those guys out while they were the van. The van. The van, the van moment. The yeah, when when, he, when she he flips the vans over. She's and on she's, our side. Yeah, the E.T. moment kind of when they're all on the bikes. And it, that was such an E.T. moment mm -hmm. because during, in E.T., you know, it does the quick camera Yep. jumping towards yep. them as they're getting closer to to the police blockade yeah and the same thing happened i was like they're gonna fly yeah no the van's gonna okay. fly <laughs> i actually saw a t-shirt with that on it the van's it gonna had, fly they had the bikes going through the air though in front of the moon oh nice had the van doing a flip oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that moment in et when those guys are riding the bike because they do some stuff on their bikes that there as a child there was no way i could have ridden my bike that way and I'm talking ET now. I've I've shifted to no, ET. We all, all thought we could do that though. Yeah, well, we I never did. It. I never believed in myself on a bicycle. I was like, guys, I'll take it slow. Like I, <laughs> I would have been the kid that got caught and been like, go save yourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll distract them with my hunger. Anyone got a fruit roll up? Um. <laughs> I remember though trying to get airborne. We had to have dirt tracks. And the whole point was to get as airborne as you could. Sure. And those those landings could be hard. Yeah. And you know when the guys in ET come down, it's all they could do to keep those bikes upright. You know they were slipping. And slipping yeah. What down. now, Steve? What kind of bike did you have as a child? Oh, a red one. Yes. Um, I was a late bloomer mm -hmm. on getting out of the training wheels. My me too. Little brother four years younger than me and he was off the training wheels before me oh mine too and it was really humiliating i remember yeah we were having these street races out in uh Killeen, texas and um i just couldn't race with yeah training wheels on <laughs> and so it was that humiliation in front of the the other guys that yeah got them off i was the same i was i was a late bloomer on training wheels too i feel like but once i got them off man like I remember that night, we this is when we lived in Athens, and I could not go out in the road on my bike at the time. But we had a pretty good driveway, and so I was just for hours just rode around the driveway, like, "Look at me, here I go, I'm totally free." Shaz, what kind of bike did you have? Do you remember? It was orange. I got it from Atkins Hardware. Yeah. And uh, had a banana seat that was. Oh really? Had red, yellow, and uh, orange chevrons on it. Now, in the banana seat, wasn't that like the girl, wasn't that always considered the girl seat? I'm not making fun, no, I'm asking. you're younger. We all had those oh, back exactly. in the 70s. It, I, it just triggered, it was a Ross. 
bicycle. It was, it was a Ross, and it was red, and it did have a banana seat. Okay. So that's not... metallic red? What is that? They have like little little things of metallic no, underneath no. the seat. My it brother was, had a Ross and it was red and it had a metallic seat. I had a Kent. I think his was a Ross. Mine was Kent. Well, guys, I'm not ashamed to say that as a child of the 80s, you got a BMX. I got a red BMX for Christmas one year and that was my bike for years and it was so very special to me. That's the, you know, there's a moment at, in the very first episode when they realize Will's missing and they find his bike. And Hopper says, a bike like this is a Cadillac, Cadillac to a kid. Yeah. He would never just leave it behind. And that's so true. No matter what happened to that bike, if, like, we wrecked and the handlebars got offline or anything, you'd still take it home and get it seen. Because, I mean, that was your that was your baby, man. You loved that thing. And, I, yeah, I had the old red BMX. My brother had a white Huffy. And, um, Ooh, yeah. special. Yeah. Well, he also liked to get accoutrements for his. So yeah. he got him a little... He got him a little blinker that he attached to it and everything. And and I'm like, whatever, man. You just need a bike to ride. But I was never good at riding on dirt and stuff. I always had to have the pavement. And well, With that first bike, it was kind of like that because it had the big uh, eight hangers mm-hmm. you know, on the handlebar. It wasn't, wasn't a BMX. Right. In fact, it had streamers out of the... Uh, Handles. Who are you riding? Pee Wee Herman? Were off. you riding Pee Wee Herman's I bike? I cut those off immediately. I was like, wait, are you? Don't have are you telling me bike? you did have a girl's bike right now? Is no. that what you. I it don't know. The, it had two bars across the middle. Uh, okay. It was different. <laughs> it, it was supposed to look all fancy. Oh, okay. I guess, but it was. Uh, it, I never saw another bike like it. So most. I think it was cheap. Is what it was. Does is Pee Wee Herman's bike and Pee Wee's Big Adventure the most iconic bicycle on TV ever, or on movies or TV? Is there a more iconic bicycle? I mean, I know Elliot's. I, I know Elliot's had the milk crate in the front for ET. Sure. But anyhow, so we're headed now to. Steve, you told us off mic, Douglasville? Douglasville, yeah. To see, the, and our first stop is going to be the courthouse. The sheriff's station. The sheriff's station. So. You know, there, there, here's something about Douglasville being Hawkins. Was this show always supposed to be in Indiana? Because they make a couple comments. They said, we got the dogs from Cartersville, which is right oh, yeah, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. They said uh, somebody was going fishing at uh, Etowah. yeah. I was like, wait a second. This is all Georgia names. I don't know if they have those names in Do, Indiana. Well, you know, I actually I heard someplace that the original script had it in Rhode Island. And really? they moved it to the Midwest. And I don't remember what pushed that move. They just couldn't get those New England accents. We're going to drive some bikes around here. <laughs> <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a New Massachusetts accent? Uh, I guess I don't know. Jersey, Mass. Uh, uh, what's the guy from Pet Cemetery? Didn't uh, Fred Gwynn what? Did Fred he? Gwynn. What's a Ute? <laughs> what's a Ute? No, oh, that's, that's not Pet Cemetery. That's my cousin Vinny. <laughs> but wasn't it Fred Gwynn in Pet Cemetery? Is like a lot of strange things happening there. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyhow, not that I've ever seen. I, I guess I've seen maybe that moment. Or something. I just remember strange things come out of there. That cemetery. Well, anyhow, all right. Well, this is this has been the opening volley of what I think will be a 
a fun trip. And so we're headed to the sheriff's station and um, there'll be no time passed for you, dear listener, but for us, there will be moments. And uh, so when next we come to you, I guess the sheriff's station at Douglasville will have either been seen or will be being seen. We'll figure well, it hopefully out. Hopefully not from the inside. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but nay, nay, past Steve. Present Steve, which is now, if you're listening to this via the recording, future Steve tells you that uh, there will be a little bit of time pass as I will now set up the next clip. I, I, I don't know that I need to. You heard everything you need to hear. Um, that we were headed to downtown Douglasville, Georgia, to the uh, to what to the building that would double as the Hawkins uh, Police Station. So uh, let me encourage you to check out geekoutonline.com slash. Uh, I'm going to have to find the actual. You know what? <clears throat> I'll between between the next clip and the, and the following clip, I'll give you the actual blog, the e- the easy link to get to the blog. But at geekoutonline.com right now. We're in the midst of the blog posts that are companion pieces to this podcast and the rest of the watch-throughs and everything. Um, it's just Stranger Things all over the Goliverse this week. And uh, you can see the pictures there of the Hawkins Police Station where we were and, um, and, and see just how neat it was. And you'll hear us talk a little bit about um, our expectations versus what we saw. Also, uh, from the Hawkins Police Department, we went to... The arcade that's seen in the uh, in the previews for Stranger Things two, this was one of two locations that we went to that were that we've already definitively seen for Stranger Things. The arcade being the first one, and then the country road, country road, take me home. Uh, and uh, of course, we'll get there talking about the adventures on that. So I believe in the next clip, and and then from there we went to the site for Benny's Burgers, which. Steve Bennett called uh, Tina's. I, of course, I said the Hawkins Courthouse, which is the police department. and um, But it is Tiffany's, Tiffany's Country Kitchen. And so uh, so we'll talk about all those things. I believe we'll talk about all those things here in this next clip. So uh, let's, let me shut up and take it away past Steve. Oh, here we go. All right. Get it in first. We are... Uh, <laughs> We have just let grind it till you find it, as they say. Oh, are you there? Right? Yeah, Team Steve. Team Steve, um, <laughs> grind it till you find it. Um, on a, in an automatic, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we did go to the police station, which was very cool, guys. Well, it was a little warm. It well, thank you, Shaz, for taking the colloquialism and making it literal. Yeah, it was warm out there. But, um, Steve, you were real keen on pointing out all the bolt marks and the discoloration on the bricks and everything that I would not have noticed had you not put pointed out. And uh, to kind of show that it's a building, I guess that building's abandoned now, did we decide, Steve? Or yeah, not being it, used? it was abandoned. Using yeah. for storage or what have you? Right, yeah. It, um, it was empty. There were just some dilapidated furniture, but nothing in there. There was a moment that I wish we had been recording when you pointed out a letter on the wall, and you were like, I believe that was a C. (laughs) (laughs) And my statement was, where is there a C in Hawkins Police Department? Never mind. (laughs) So um, from there, I really think the arcade, in my experience, arcade set greater than police station set. Oh, yeah, because it's straight out of what we haven't seen yet. Well, Shaz, and you pointed out as we pulled up 
the paint scheme very that, 80s. that's still there on the wall very much very much out of the 80s, much, it could be the a 80s. skating rink or an arcade or any anything like that where, yeah where the kids would hang out it's it's going to be interesting watching angles and stuff that they you know because we we started watching the season two trailer and everything it's going to be really interesting as we watch the show to see the angles and stuff that they're filming having looked inside that big room and kind of knowing what's what may be on the other side of the camera so you know i wonder about that floor do you think they laid that floor in there the tile i don't know steve what do you think do you think they laid that in there it was a clean cut and if they're taking it out uh you know leaving the bulk of the floor bare it makes me think that you know just a section of it was covered yeah you know why why did they just leave that one strip right well that's that's what i feel like is they laid it down just for coverage and everything and then didn't it's like why will we pull this up it's too much work it seemed awfully narrow too yeah and so it makes you wonder whether they were able to fit the whole arcade in there or if there might have been a little bit more covered up well and also after looking at the uh trailer and kind of seeing like the one angle where will walks out the door and knowing what was kind of around that way in that corner in that space of the of the uh, arcade i don't know it's it's really interesting and it's kind of been fun to kind of go to some of these things so far and just kind of see but i mean so far guys highlight of the trip has to be benny's burgers right benny's burgers good food good friends breakfast at tiffany's i feel like i charmed those ladies pretty well guys <laughs> you did a great job <laughs> you did a there good job, Tim <laughs> listen ladies you don't know it but i am single and charming um so no it's called tiffany's now it's in lithia springs or lithonia springs right i think i called it tina's earlier yeah you yeah you start out with tina's but it's Tiffany. but you know what hey common mistake well it makes more sense because you know they serve breakfast all day at tiffany's i don't think they did that on purpose i don't think it's breakfast at tiffany's you don't on want purpose anybody to be as smart as you steve no i just whole problem no i just don't i would i didn't think about it shaz you're smarter than me i think you're smarter I than me that, but still. yeah i just don't think they thought of that i think it's just good old country cooking where people like everybody likes breakfast for dinner little brenner come on brenner? yeah that's breakfast for dinner I thought it was a bald guy in like Egyptian movies. No, that's Yule Brenner. But uh, I think that's Branner. Branner. Yeah. Um, and so, so there we were. It's David Branner. Da- the Hulk. Dr. David. He Dr. Was David Hulk. was a physician and scientist. David Bruce Banner. Search, searching Brenner. for a way to unlock the eggs that. In, never mind. Um, the bacon and eggs that all of us possess. So. <laughs> That's what you call a that's what you call a joke just kind of fizzling out and then the creation guys. That's what happened. By the way, that's what happened. That was like when you've got when you've got a balloon and it's like one last little gasp you know, you're just it's like you it's this glorious thing where it just blows all over the room and then it just tops and falls limp. That's what that joke did. Um so what was really cool though is we're sitting in there, we're eating and we realized can we just call that we were sitting at the table? She pointed at our table. Yeah. And she said, that is the table. That's right. And so we sat at the table that, um, the actual table that was used in the meeting between Benny and Eleven. Benny and Eleven. No, that doesn't work, does it? No. Benny and the Bill. No, I'll work it out later. Um, Benny and the L. Benny and the L, but she's not the L. 
Benny and the girl. No, anyhow, Benny shot in the head. Um, oh, the stain was on the table too. Still. No, that's not. That was not. I don't think that stain was from that. If I'm being real, it was. That's <laughs> her brains with the scrambled. No, that's just thing. that's just your typical greasy spoon stain is what that was. But yeah, so there we were. Sitting there, 20 percent chance one of us was sitting in the uh, right in, in one of those seats, I guess. Steve, we were trusting your math on that. It was twenty, and then we looked and realized that uh, two of those tables had sharper edges and no gloss, more of a matte finish around. Mm -hmm. edge. Yeah. And we were at the glossy table, and so that jumped us from twenty to thirty-three percent. I like to think you were at the glossing table. That's me. Um. I'm really trying to recover from that bad joke I was following through with with the David Brenner thing. Um, so, yeah, and then the curtains are still the same. The curtains, yeah, you heard what she said. They came in, they painted the whole place because the, the place was like a tan. Yeah, she said it was that color before they came in right. and they painted over it with the white. Right, and then they put up the curtains and while we were talking, well, we had looked on Google Maps, and this place used to be a skillet, like way Iron back skillet. in the day. Iron, Iron skillet. And so we were looking at the curtains, and they looked dingy and tattered. And <laughs> I was thinking, well, if you're going to take over an iron skillet, you definitely redecorate. Because you could tell she put a lot of work into the plants and everything around there. All right. Um, so, of course, the curtains would change. But they looked old. And they also appear in the in the show. Right. They're the same curtains that are in Stranger Things. And so as we were checking out, she pointed out that they let them keep the curtains. Right. So those are new old curtains. Which is really cool, and it adds to that ambiance. But also, what what's just amazing is how many tchotchkes they've got hanging all over the walls in this place that have nothing to do with Stranger Things. And you get the idea they'd like to forget it. Um, no, that's just why they had it before. Well, she said, the lady was talking, in. said old Tiffany felt like she didn't get a week off when they came in and filmed there. Yeah, but that's just because she was working it the whole week. I, I, I imagine she got paid. Oh, I'm sure she did. Yeah, so, I'm sure she did. You know, I bet she made more money that week than she did on a normal week. I don't know. That place was packed with locals. Yeah. Well, listen, it's only an hour drive for me to get there and eat anytime I want to, so I'm probably... You know, maybe one day we'll start frequenting that place. Breakfast anytime, guys. Come on. I mean, I guess I could go to Waffle House, but who wants to do that? We well, can go to Penny's Burgers. Yeah, or breakfast at they Tiffany's. didn't shoot. They didn't shoot strangers. It's not breakfast at Tiffany's. They didn't. Shoot. But it is if you're eating breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's. They didn't shoot Stranger Things at Waffle House either. That's right. So, um, it, one thing that stuck out to me is just how how much I put behind the camera when I'm watching these things. You go back to the police station. I thought there was a parking lot out in front of the police station, but it's right on the road. Yeah, but they made it look that way. This is what I'm saying. Like they it's, do a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of camera, camera angles, manipulation yeah. and camera angles and stuff that's just absolutely... It, it's kind of weird when you look at it because it's like, wow, I thought this was a parking lot. And then and then trying to figure out everything that was going on with, uh, with the arcade. You know, we're trying to line up some shots here and there with that. And um, and old Steve, man, he's got an eye for it. He's like, all right, because there's one point where he told me to freeze, and I took probably one of the most awkward pictures I've ever taken in my life because Shaz started telling me there was a bee on me or something. 
He's like, don't move or it'll sting you. And so is there a thumbs up and a big smile from Steve in that picture? No, there's just Steve standing there looking weird and <laughs> fat and just stunned. And, I, and I'm looking at Steve, other Steve, Team Steve. Team Steve. And, uh, <laughs> and you're taking a picture, but it didn't look like you had the thing pointed at me. And so I'm like, well, he's not taking a picture of me. I can move now. And but you apparently were, so that's awkward. But that's fine. It was but, the area behind Benny's Burgers where Eleven comes out of the woods. The yes. Very first time we see her in the show. Yes. And it was hard for me to talk because my car was telling me what to do, right now. Right. It's smarter than me. Sorry, Kit. <laughs> Is we this a night in Six Flags? We could have gone to Six Flags. I forgot my card, so you would have liked that, wouldn't you, Steve? What's that? Going to Six Flags? Yeah, you love Six Flags. Um, you know what? I actually don't fit at Six Flags anymore. I've gotten, and that's not a fat joke. That's just a true story about life. Um, in fact, Six Flags was the first place I ever went, and I didn't fit on a on a roller coaster. It was the Batman ride of all things, and it was after the Batman ride had first opened, and we waited probably two hours or so in line. Oh, and you didn't know you didn't fit. No, didn't know it didn't fit. Oh, and we got good. up there, and I sit down in the thing, and. And really had the person just kind of press down on the shoulder harness. I was like half an inch away from it hooking to the seatbelt. But they didn't really try too hard. I'm like, you're not going to hurt fat. It has no nerve endings. You know what they're worried about? What's that? They're worried about that thing if it's if it doesn't lock correctly. Well, you're I, flying out of it. I got to be honest with you. They I don't want you to fly out. I got to be. You, Steve. I got to be honest with you. The employees at um, Six Flags, I don't know that they're worried about much of anything except when they get off work. These were not the friendly. These, this isn't like Disney World where they're paid to be happy. They're just paid to make sure that you're fitting in your seat. So anyhow, they're like, well, I'm sorry, you're not going to fit. And so could you get out and step to the left? And so I look at everyone. I'm like, well, I guess that's why it's called the Batman ride, not the Fat Man ride. <laughs> and the woman just looked at me and said, could you please step to the left, sir? And um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, heard that one, have you? So that was another one of those fizzly jokes attack. But that's a true story that happened in life. And, did you really uh, have that come back that fast? I did. I sure so did. Told yeah. You. Well, I mean, it's not hard to jump from Batman to Fat Man. I mean, unless Fat Man's like the supervillain, then you never mind. Anyhow, guys, any other thoughts from where we've been so far? What we've seen? What we've eaten? Steve looks shocked right now. Looking at me like, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm full. Actually, the apple cobbler was very good. Shaz, I 100% expect you to pass out at some point if we don't keep talking. Why? I just I can't imagine that you're not just dead on your feet right now. I can't sleep in the day. I can sleep anywhere. It's like eating and sleeping are two things that I have no problem with ever. It's a strange. It's not a stranger thing at all. It's a totally normal thing. So we're headed now at this point to where Steve? The hospital. It's actually the last scene. Where you know after Will was admitted to the hospital. Okay, yeah. It, well, it was the last scene before the flash forward. Um, right to Christmas, yeah. Again. But um, it's it's the exterior shot of the hospital where uh, after Hopper visited Will, he gets picked up by the government. Oh yeah, that's right. Now, that's... it's a night shot in the show, but it's going to be daytime when we get there, so it'll be mm. interesting to see how similar it is. Well, can we shoot? Uh, can we get some filters for the cameras and put them on and do? What it has some sunglasses we could shoot through. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, that'll work. I think sunglasses, that'll do it. They always work, and, and they got a little blue shade to them. So. All right. Well, we're going to the hospital. 
That's awesome. Here we go. And the hospital, as you'll hear once we get into it, was uh, was behind a church. There was a church there that was was actually a funeral in progress. I don't remember if we talk about that in depth um, as, as we recount our time at the hospital. And we were there for just a few minutes, um, and then I was forced to trespass. But now, but before we, and, and honestly, I had video of what we were looking at being, tra- and I can't find that video right now. And there was also a little bit of audio I just recorded on my phone, which I can't seem to find. So I will say that leading to the trespassing, I was very much um, against what we were about to do. Uh, after we left where we trespassed to get shots, and more what we were doing was trying to get shots of a library interior. Um, and when we left there, we were planning to trespass yet again, only this time to go find Hopper. So I fired up the microphones and recorded for posterity's sake, and in case I was ever you know, incriminated in this action, I could prove that I was just along for the ride. Um, and so what you'll hear here is, uh, here, 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 is, uh, Shaz and team Steve, um, because Shaz at this point is fully on board with everything that's going on. Um, you'll hear them talking about how to get back to a place that I, that none of us were sure if we were supposed to be. All right, so Steve is getting it. We're, we're headed to Hopper's place. So, Shaz, Steve's about to explain to you what you need. Hold on, i got to put on my old man glasses now. I can't see up close anymore. Okay, where? Oh, oh. Okay, so if, if, at? if you look, let me, let me pull up a picture of a, a screenshot from the show. This is Steve. He's got an aerial shot of where Hopper's house is. And it looks like it's going to be rather rough to get to. So, see on the top right. side of this up here. Okay. So, so Shaz, you see the trailer's here, and there's right, a pond here. There's a here. pond that he's got, and, and there's a trailer on the pond. The, the camera pans to the right here. You can hear him. And this is him shot. on the porch, and you can see in the back on the back side. Right. There's a gravel road on the far side. It's hard you to hear see. Him talking about the gravel the road. Here. But there's a gravel road that runs along the back end. And his phone is ringing. All right, he's back. And um, so that makes me think he's trying to plan out a, a, with a the address course I was of action to get to Hopper's trailer. It gets us trailer. to this facility. And so he's looking to And so we ought to be guided right through here. And I we think may be this doing is a clearing. Something I think illegal. The, I was going to say it's on that back side back there. Yeah, I, I think that's where that thing was because you can see the road coming here. And he's to be his navigator. So and so the trick is, can we get there? Is that going to be a public... It's got a road. You can hear the discussion. And so when we get right to that now. point, we'll turn there. Hopefully that won't be blocked. We're, we're hoping that there's some kind that of access road to get around the pond like some sort of on which Hopper's trailer sits. And Shaz is going to be the navigator. Shaz is Chewy. Shaz, are you up to the task of being Chewy in this situation? <laughs> that is an affirmative yes. Now, we have seen, uh, just quick recap, and we'll recap more in depth soon. Uh, since Tiffany's, we've been to... Uh, the hospital scene, which was actually behind a church, which was really fun. We then went down around the corner to try to get to the library, which is a whole adventure we'll have to talk about um, uh, soon. Um, now we've back, we're back in a neighborhood where Lucas and Mike's house were, and I felt really creepy taking pictures of people's homes. <laughs> but Chaz is okay it with it. It was all right. They had signs outside that said, 
photos okay well, from the, the street. Well, the one house did. Well, yeah. <laughs> the other house. They were just inviting you. I guess we could have pulled up in, in the driveway right. and they, they taken a few say shots. Private property. Do you think that maybe those people feel like no one's just paying attention to their house because we really didn't spend a lot of time at Lucas's? Sure. Okay. So now we're headed to Hopper's place, and this could get interesting. So um, we're going into stealth mode, I guess. Shh. We'll see. All right. And we did go into stealth mode as we pulled past a little cement factory and down a country road, which we'll talk about here momentarily. I don't know that we give much more love to Mike and Lucas's house. Mike's house is at the end of a cul-de-sac, just like it says in the movie. And um, <clears throat> and it's interesting because I don't know that the garage... I don't know. There's some stuff I have questions about, like the placement of the garage when Nancy is swinging her bat and practicing her bat swing and everything. We'll talk about that if we talk more in depth about the Michael and Lucas house. But we were in a neighborhood, and this house had a little sign, a little homemade sign in the front that said... Uh, pictures only from the street, please. So um, that's what we did. And it does feel weird, you know, that you're creeping around the middle of the day taking pictures of people's homes. So, um, but, and, 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 every, and this is going to be a recurring theme for me. At every location, I'm a little weirded out at first because I'm not sure if people want us there, if we're supposed to be there. And it takes me a minute to get into the swing of things. But once I do... I feel like, especially in one or two situations, I became the person who was unashamed about doing anything to the point that I was willing to break rules and stuff. It's almost like I forgot that I was a grown man. And, and that's the thing about being a grown-up. We were doing stuff that kids would do with no problem and only get kicked out of a place, be told, hey, you're not supposed to be here. But as grown-ups, arrested, fines, who knows? Uh, so we went to Hopper's place. We were unsuccessful in getting there, and that's what we're discussing here in our next clip. All right, there's a Stormtrooper sticker on the back glass of the truck in front of us. We have, um, we have just left from trying to get into Hopper's property. There was a, there was a no trespassing sign that was ignored by one of our party. We may or may not have pictures to prove it. But that's it wasn't not a, ignored. It was faded, and it was hit. Oh, that's right. Hidden. That's right. The lawyer in our group really found those loopholes. He stretched those loopholes out so far a semi-truck could drive through them. Your Honor, clearly this sign is too faded for anyone of my caliber to read. I don't believe that they were at eye level either. They were Well, that's true. They were not at eye level. Yeah, the, now the ones that were covered over were very high up. That was more like Wookiee level. Yeah. Yeah, the so, ones where you walk level. That's none of us. So the uh, so those signs weren't made for you and me. Now, now where we were trying to go in was right across the street from a from a cement plant, cement maker place, and those there were some guys standing up there watching us. Do you guys think that those guys just stand up there and part of their entertainment throughout their week and weekend is watching people come out as dejected as we came out looking? We were not happy looking when we came out. Mm -hmm. sure. Do we have? And go, they were smiling. Do we have theories on the burnout cars? Oh, the burnout cars. You might. I have no idea. Is that just some hillbilly stuff, Shaz? Uh, my my assumption is, you know, I I may know of some people <laughs> who would go into places and you know little hidden places, and they'd throw a bonfire. It wasn't until you pointed out. There were car pieces in them. 
Yeah. As a matter of fact, the whole thing was a car. It looks like two cars were burnt in that area. Yeah, I was getting frustrated because, like, on the way walking toward the no trespassing sign, I said, hey, guys, looks like they've been burning some cars here. Nothing said. On the way back, I'm like, we can walk by and check out those burning cars. Nothing said. Finally, I said, y'all, I don't think you're giving me enough on the burning cars. And Shaz says, I don't think these were cars. And I'm like, then what is this? What is this mirror? What is this glass? Mirror parts. There were all kinds of stuff. Springs from the the, the, the seating. There's, yeah. there's the front of uh, the, the grill. There was all kinds of stuff. Yeah. There. What happened to the major parts of the car? I don't know. I, I feel like to the upside down. Well, see, I feel like those cars are either burnt up from a stunt in Stranger Things season two, or Ozark season two. That's what I'm going with. Ozark. Yeah. Ozark is that show with Jason Bateman. It's kind of like Breaking Bad, only with um, laundering money. It's not. Is it filmed there too? It was filmed all over North Georgia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's some different places and stuff. But um, yeah, so here we are. Doing the old Stranger Things tour. Uh, where else have we been now since Tiffany's? We went to the hospital scene. We did go to the hospital scene. We found uh, where Hop gets picked up by the government. Which was not actually a hospital. It was a church. Which was mind-boggling to me that they actually looked at... I mean, I can see where they would look at it and say, well, this looks like a hospital. And, um, and then it's not a hospital. So... But I don't know what that had to do with the church building it didn't look like any church building i've ever seen except on the front yeah it was an annex a church annex in the back it was i mean it was kind of a weird place i'm not gonna lie and i really at that point wish i had like some of those old chewing gum cigarettes or candy cigarettes or something to stand out back and look like i mean i tried to we tried to mime lighting a cigarette but i feel like it's just going to come off as i'm coughing or something in the picture no, no, no. You just you just stick a cigarette in the picture. You pull a. Oh, that's true. I guess I guess in there. the day of Photoshop. Or just a cigarette sticker and just put it over top yeah. of it. That's I guess works. we could do that. I guess we could do that. Uh, from there, you guys, there, we've got a little bit of an adventure where you tried to get me arrested by our first bit of trespassing today. But again, our lawyer said it doesn't say anything about pedestrian traffic going back there, and that's the old public library. But uh, it paid off. Uh, Steve, you got a good shot in there. Yeah, it turned out um, there was one window that we could see through, but it was kind of dark, and then uh, because it was backlit, uh, so we walked around to the opposite side, and there they had screens up, and it was real hard to get your camera up and see much from that end. But then I walked around the corner and saw Shaz peeping through the mailbox (laughs) slit in the front door, (laughs) and you're looking straight at the desk. It was perfect, perfectly lined up. It was great. Yeah, so I saw the picture you got. That's a that's a great shot, like right there to the desk. And of course, Shaz, um, none of our passcodes worked on the uh, on the lock boxes for the keys. No, one one three eight isn't everybody's code. Unless you're at <sighs> unless you're at Star Wars Celebration, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Then everyone's like, oh, I gotta one. tell you, I went to Walgreens with three friends, and we're sitting there buying stuff, and we're po- punching in codes, just like, oh. That's weird. Your code's the same as mine. <laughs> maybe I should get a new pen. <laughs> maybe, maybe my personal identification isn't personal yeah, personal maybe it's enough. Not so personal anymore. Yeah, my old personal ID number not personal enough for me. Um, so from the library trespassing, 
We did. There was did, no trespassing involved. It's a public library. Right, with a fence public. around it that's obviously meant to be closed but off the, right now. The police saw us over there, and they the did cars. not mind. It was just closed off to cars. They didn't mind. They saw us. They saw us going in. They saw us coming out. I don't. I don't believe you guys. I even waved to the guy and said hi. I know that's just because you're a friendly Southerner. <laughs> um, from there, we took a drive over to Mike's house. And, uh, you know, this is where I, I got a little, we've talked about it a bit. I got a little creeped out because, I mean, you're driving to someone's actual home and taking pictures of their property. And that, that seems weird. But Steve was okay with it. Steve, Steve has an explanation here for why. You know, they knew what they were getting into, right? They knew what they were getting into. They had signs posted out front that said, you know, pictures from the street only. Right. And there are folks, and they're not on the tour, that, uh, you know, have run people off. Like Lonnie's house. Yeah. They're not going by there because they got a reputation of not appreciating, right. appreciating it. But I, I think these folks, they know what they got into. Um, they're friendly to They should. By. If I lived in that house, I believe I would try to um, do something at Christmas with, like, Stranger Things Christmas lights or something. Oh, yes. And, and um, have them, you know, take, like, steps one after the other. Yeah, and yeah. And all the lights go off really quickly. And, and then charge people to, like, come around the back or whatever. Oh, forget charging people. Just start charging, running at the car in a big, you know, no, I mean, monster like, suit. I mean, like, charging them a dollar fifty. Oh, I know what you're saying. Three fifty. Well, you know, speaking of Christmas lights, Will's house is also off limits. Oh, yeah? His private property off, off yeah. the main road. Yeah, that that one looks like it's set back off the road. Of course, everything in this in these shows look like they're set back off the road, and then you get to it's like, oh, that's not too, that's right here. The uh, Mike's house looked the most like it seems from the TV show. They're in the cul-de-sac and everything. Yeah, you see it a lot. The electric lines are right there. Too. Oh yeah, that's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. So I expected you to hop on a bike and like ride up and down the driveway, Steve. I might on the way home. Yeah. Okay. Or at least ride the fence line along the right-of-way in the back. Oh, that'll be fun, yeah. That'll be cool. So, um, and that culminated in heading to Hoppers, and we've got a little bit of, I did a little bit of commentary on that while we were driving along there, trying to find this place, because we knew it'd be touch and go, and that's where we, where I just mentioned that you guys gave me nothing on the burnout cars, or the remains of the burnout cars. There was a hood. There was a hood. Yeah. Well, and did it that belonged to the Beamer. I have no idea, man. Did that it look was, like a BMW hood? Uh, well, it was all dented up and bent up. Who knows? Steve, what do you know about cars? Next to nothing. Mr. All right. Then we're all <laughs> we're all in a great we're all in a great situation. Then we all know it all. Um, so where are we headed now? Uh, the grocery store. Oh, that's right. We got to go buy some Egos. That'll be awesome. Is it actually a grocery store? It is. Do you say grocery or grocery? I say grocery, but that's because my mom is from Indiana. Yeah. And you just turn all of your uh, S's soft, to shush. Soft C's turns into yeah. Shh. Yeah. Like that. Shaz, do you grocery or grocery? Grocery. One more time. Grocery. Okay, so we're all it's on the same. It's S-H-R-Y. Okay, we're all on the same page. I was I was kind of curious because because you said Indiana and you know I'm Kentucky and I thought, do they say grocery down here? Well, that no, I mean you know grocery, some people right? just say things different than other things. So, 
That's you know all what I'm they saying. say in New England? When, when, you, when you get that thing at the front of the grocery store? Yeah. They asked us when we were up there, do you want a carriage? No, it's a buggy. Like it's a buggy? a buggy? Yeah. You want a buggy? A cart. It's a cart. Mm, there were buggies to I us. say buggy. Okay. Then up in New England, it was carriages. So all right. See, people do pronounce things differently. All right. Well. B-U-G-G-Y is pronounced carriage. Carriage. B-U-G-G-Y is pronounced carriage. <laughs> nice. All right. So off to the grocery store to buy or steal, as Shaz says, some Eggos. I didn't say that. I just said buy. She didn't buy. Did I say steal? Okay. I'm sorry. Where Shaz questions the buying. How will we heat them up? On this charger. Oh, that's cool. It's an induction. That's true. Stove. Let's let it be known and let it be said. Eleven eight cold egos. And uh, all right, so grocery stores next. Eleven did eat cold egos, and uh, have we got us? We've got something special for you at the tail end. Do not turn off this episode. Do not leave this episode without making it all the way to the end. And I would like to say we're at the halfway point right now. That would be a lie. Um, we did go through more, and then we sat down at the hotel that night to wrap it up. And so here is our uh, goal uh, wrap-up session from the hotel. Here it at is. this point. There it is. Here it is. Here I I'm am. not going to lie to you. It's what if I was talking to myself? Hot day. I have had to walk further than I've had to walk in a long, long time. <laughs> when last we left? Um, so we left off trespassing on Hopperland. No, no, there was no trespassing. We we stayed at the gate. Right. Well, I have pictures. We stayed at the gate. Mm-hmm, you and I did. <laughs> That's true. Um, Those signs were not at eye level. Do your do your mic like this. Do it like this. Yeah, I think it'll be better. Yeah, and I'm sorry if I've got a little phasing going on here. It it sound it seems weird, but it's fine. Look, it'll work out. There have been stranger things than a phasing. I know that everything's gonna be all right. He's coming back. Boom, boom, boom. Anyhow, that was a singing competition that someone did one time for real. Totally acapella. So we left from Hoppers. We hit. We head out on the highway. We go to Bradley's Piggly Wiggly Express, which was the site of what? Did we know the name of the store? Winkies. I'm not making that up. <laughs> Is that Winkies. a true story? Yep. It was Winkies? Yep. Hmm. Winkies. Hmm. Winkies. I thought I saw something else on the sign above it. Did you? Well, yeah, it said Bradley's, and it's a Piggly Wiggly Express no, now. No, 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 no. Not on this one. On the on the picture at on the picture or on the on. Oh, the show. Okay. Well, it might have just said, you know, Winky something something. Yeah. Food Mart or something like that, maybe. Well, I tell you what, he's going to do. He's gonna Old Steve Bennett's going to pull up the 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 picture and let you know. He pulls up some stuff. Steve's. You talk about archaeology, right? Now, what's funny is we've got a whole day to go, still of other stuff, and what I've learned is Steve Bennett came prepared. Yes. He's got his he he's got the itinerary he sent to us, which tells us where we're going. But he also has on his phone tons of reference pictures, screenshots, screen caps that he got from stream, and they have been really a blessing. We'll talk about that momentarily. But let's go ahead and talk Piggly Wiggly. You we got there, and you guys started lining up your shots because Steve, 
uh, Piggly Wiggly is where I found out Steve's very serious about getting the shot right when he takes a picture. Yes, that's when we found that out. Because he is lining up, he's got his phone, mm-hmm. and then he's got his camera. Right, right. And he's looking on the phone exactly where things are and, and matching it up with the camera, right. where the D and Derry is. Exactly. And angle, everything. Yeah. And once I saw that, I was like, oh, I've just kind of been halfway doing this. Yeah. And then, But see, what's funny, though, Shaz, is you got on board with it. Oh, yeah. Like, you jumped awesome. on. You're like, this is great. This is awesome. And I'm like, well, this looks pretty, guys. This is neat. I remember when she was in the store here. So you guys are outside lining up all your shots. I'm like, I'm going to go on in. I'm going to go buy some Eggos. You're a man with a mission. And here's what you didn't see. When I walk in, there are three registers there. And three people lined up at said registers. And, and they all said at the same time, hey, welcome to Piggly Wiggly. And I was like, good Lord. <laughs> oh, this is the friendliest Piggly Wiggly on the face of the earth. It doesn't seem like Hawkins, Indiana to me. <laughs> Entirely different re- re- response whenever L walks in. Right, right. Yankees. And that guy was absolutely friendly, the owner apparently. The, the the owner that we talked to that was quoting Rolling Stones lyrics. Oh, yeah. Well, he was a cashier. He wasn't the owner. I, I, nah, I, I read him as the boss. I read, I read him as old Bradley. At the beginning when he said, why are you taking pictures of my store? Right, yeah. But then he said he retired, what, a year and a half ago or something? Right, and bought the store. they just called him back in. Oh, he bought the store? I feel like he retired and he owns the store. That's kind of his retirement thing. He just does it for the fun of it. You think? Sure. I wouldn't be cashing people out if I was the owner of that store. Why not? No. If you like to deal with people. Well, he he did. He likes people in the Rolling Stones. Yeah. That's right. Give me some of that hair. Long, beautiful He's got hair. Of it. Oh man, down to his butt. We we saw a lot of long ponytails today. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? Let me hold that mic. Check one two. Check one two. Okay, it's just me hearing myself in the headphones. Weird. So it sounded the same on that, too? Yeah. Okay, we'll edit this part out. No, we won't. I know you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't edit anything. (laughs) Chaz doesn't think this will ever see the light of day because I don't So what kind of shots were you lining up outside, like where she's walking up to Piggly Wiggly or walking up to Winkies? When she was walking out, right. um, No, when when we first got there, like you went up on a hill and you were... Oh, yeah, because there, there was a scene where the boys are coming after she had already left. And they right. riding their bikes around that corner. That's right. And That's that right. was the angle that you see looking okay. down at the store from the top of that hill. You know what? I wish we had the pictures already because I could say reference n- picture number blah, blah, blah on the Facebook group. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you can overdub later. Yeah, yeah. At the sound of the tone. <laughs> turn to picture. Turn to picture 153. Yeah. <laughs> well, up on the hill is where he's, he, he, he shouts down. He says, is there a coin-op laundry over there? Right. Like, yes. <laughs> he said, I wasn't sure if that was uh, a sign they put up there, if it's really there. Well, see, that came for me later because, like I say, I went in to get Egos. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he couldn't have seen it where he was standing up on the hill. Right. He shouts down to me to ask yeah. me. I was like, I don't remember coin-op laundry. Obviously, he's been planning this trip for yeah. some time. Well, what's funny? What's funny is they're in there watching y'all take pictures. Oh, I'm sure. And they and these people are like, "Well, there they go. Take, there's some more people taking pictures." Oh, there's some more people. Yeah, look at those people. That you know, they come here sometimes and take pictures. 
And uh, <laughs> no, they weren't saying that. They were kind of like that was that was the gist of the discussion. Yeah. And so I just said, oh, yeah, because we're all nerds. Oh, you told them. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to, you know, it, assuage their fears. And so I go looking for a snack and and I'm going to circle back to the egos after I find a snack. Well, here I hear you guys come in. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, at, look, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. I'm not ashamed to be with you guys at all, but I'm like, y'all are just barreling on in here. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I think it's down that way. Hey, it's over there. I'm loud. I am loud. <laughs> and then I come walking up. Hey, did you see where the echoes are? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, they're right here. Not in the show they weren't. And I'm like, all right, this is... <laughs> Wasn't that loud? So it was kind of. It's so. Look, Steve Bennett's gone. I've broken him. I broke Steve. My dad grew up in an Italian neighborhood. Yeah. We don't know how loud we are. Well, and then oh. comes the whole line. And this is what you're talking about lining up the shots with the DA. And by DA, I mean the first two letters of dairy. Oh, yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> and there you guys are holding. Like, we had to go around to the other side of the freezer case to get the Eggos. Yes, because they're not where they're supposed to be. Mm-mm. You know, you ever go into Walmart? Yeah. And yeah. you know exactly where things are, right. and then they moved it. Oh. Why do you move Can't it? Can't stand it. Why do you move it? If, if I know where it is, then I can go get it. They just want me to look at something else first before I go find what I want. Well, what I'd be interested in, speaking of moving things, is how much people have changed other things since the filming. Because I think I get the sense that there are some things that are different. Um. Because, like we said, painted walls here or there, uh, the, or the disappearing letters and well, right. You know, you gotta take some signage. Yeah, you gotta take some signage and stuff down. Um, so we take the pictures and everything. And I guess this is the point where, well, we'll save that. We we are going to, and we'll put this. And what we're going to, oh, I know. This is going to get put in at the end of the show. So stay tuned as we all eat cold egos like we're eleven. Out in the forest. I don't mean 11 years old. I mean the character 11. And we're going to try to endure what she had to endure. The more I've thought about it, here's the thing. When Legos freeze. Uh, Legos. Lego my Ego. Right. When Egos freeze and they thaw, they get soggy if you don't toast they're them. They're going to get soggy. Well, they're in a freezer right now. I put them back in the freezer. So they may just be like a block of egg. <laughs> they might have thawed and mushed together. <laughs> and you got like, like just what's two, gonna happen two blocks of Ego. I don't know if they need to go into the freezer. The fridge would have been sufficient. Now you tell me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Should we? Rem- uh, that freezer isn't that cold. <sighs> Team Steve. <laughs> and so Steve goes to thaw. And the so egos. Steve Bennett goes to retrieve said egos. So we bought some egos just for fun. And Steve's like, "You're going to want to keep these." Yeah, when he said that, I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. That doesn't ever work out well. Mm-mm. No, the box. Uh, yeah. Well, he made that clearer later. Yeah. <laughs> All I could think of was Sheldon eating his C-3PO cereal from 1984. Right. Oh, and, but not the cinnamon toast donut. <laughs> cinnamon, cinnamon toast? Cinnamon toast? Cinnamon toast donut? Crunch. Is that crunch? <laughs> cinnamon donut crunch toast. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, the coin laundry thing came into play because then that was really cool. And that place has grown up out front. Like with, 
I mean, oh, like with yeah, weeds the, and stuff, yeah, the coin it was laundry. Just abandoned uh, building. I don't know if it was always if it was really a laundry. I don't, I don't know. Would they have put the sign up and left it though? Because they took down the signs for the arcade. They they do sometimes. They'll they'll leave signage. Oh, I don't know the story about that one. I can. I mean, I can't see why it wouldn't be a coin laundry. I mean, at some point in time, it could have. Might have been. We should have investigated. Let me tell you something. We should have had the investigative gene flowing like we did when we got to Hawkins Middle School. Oh, well. <laughs> because. He didn't care who was watching. Yeah, because, yeah, we got revved up at that point. Um, so, but the Piggly Wiggly was cool. And here's where, here's where, what was the line? Let's review. Oh, let's <laughs> yes, outside the door. Right, outside the door. Setting up the shot. Setting up the shot because there's a shot where Eleven comes out of the door and she's got her arm full of egos. Force closes the door. Yes, and she's looking down the road where she's going to turn. And so she's so like, all right, make sure you get the red of the canopy here and this sign there. And so as I step back with the camera to take a picture of Steve, I'm thinking, all right, the sign over here to the right, we're good to go. And you, so you Steve's like, did you get, angle. and Steve says, did you get some good red in it? Yeah, I did. And I said, and I got this sign over here to the right. And Steve just looks at me with all seriousness and goes, let's review. And pulls out his phone. <laughs> and pulls out one of those I mean, screenshots. The look, the look that Steve gave him. It's, it's like, did you get that over there? He says, yeah, I got that one over there. He doesn't, doesn't say anything. Uh-uh. No, you did it wrong. Uh-uh. He just pauses calmly and yeah. says, Let's review. Let's review. Yeah, he's got this little <laughs> smile on. Like it's almost like you should be an educator, Steve. Yes, you, you should, should. <laughs> because there was such a there was such a serenity in dealing with me. Because I'm like, yeah, it's over to the right, right? No, it's over to the. Yeah, oh no, I'm pretty sure it's right. Let's, let's review. review. <laughs> but I got your shot. I don't know if you've we seen it or not. I, we got it. It's great. I'm not the best photographer in the world, but I can. I mean, I can pull. I can push a button. So the signs changed because it was turkey in the movie, right? Well, I couldn't help you there. Ninety nine cent ahead. Well, how much is a turkey? Eighty nine cent a pound. I think it's eighty nine cent a pound if you review in ni- in nineteen eighty three. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's review. Let's review. So you're close. I mean, you're close. You're just a number off and some words. Um, <laughs> Lettuce turkey. But now, right. listen, I will say Piggly Wiggly was fun because of the dude, because of the cashier, that oh, I sure. feel like it runs the place. And everybody was, was friendly. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, when the lady that was stalking saw me and Chaz by the freezer, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're Stranger Thingsing. Oh, good. So she had a name she, for she, it. She recognized that we cool. were goofing off by the freezers. Good. Just another couple of guys out yeah. doing what they do. Well, we've already mentioned, you know, Michael's home. Mike's house, they have the signs out front like no trespassing, take pictures from the street, right. that kind of thing. You right. know, so obviously we're not the first intrepid people to do this journey, but we thought we were the first on something else. What's that? Pelican snow cones. Oh yeah. I thought for sure that was a movie. Yeah, set we or had something else. Yeah, that was that was around the arcade. We never arcade. we didn't really give that much. Old Pelican Snow Cone. Well, because it was brightly it was, painted. It, it was real. Yeah. That's why we didn't talk yeah. about it. It was real. And Shaz is like, Oh, it's probably just a summer business. I'm like, it's still summer, Shaz. I was trying to talk you back into it some it's for a movie or something. Oh, that wasn't gonna work. Well, yeah. The font killed it. Comic Sans. That's not Comic Sans has always been around. Not it's been around it since like eight. the dawn of language, hadn't it? Well, it's been around, but I don't think of it when I think of 
80 signage. Yeah, I guess I don't either. It would have yeah, been the, like the signs for everything in the window is is I was like no they wouldn't have gone yeah, through that's true. all that. That's true. But yeah, it so but it was brightly colored and I think we were in arcade mode. So that's what caught our attention there. We left Piggly Wiggly. And by the way, for those of you who are listening right now who are from other lands, Piggly Wiggly is a grocery store chain in the southeast of the United States. I've grown up near Piggly Wiggly all my life, and I don't know why it's called Piggly Wiggly. I know that it started in Vidalia, Georgia, home of the Vidalia Onion. This little piggly went to market. Maybe it is. That's Maybe it's guess. this little pig went to market. Maybe that's the whole thing. But it Piggly Wiggly, Hoggly Woggly, as we like to just people would always call it, and I'm like, I don't like that name. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyhow, we left there, and we went to Steve's house. Steve with the boofy hair. Oh, Steve Ferris Bueller. Yeah, not 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 any one of us team Steve guys, but Steve the jerk from Stranger Things. Which, by the way, can we just why why did she end up with him? Steve, come on. Why did Nancy end up with Steve? Jonathan's just too mopey. I think she likes the social crowd that he runs with, and Jonathan's a loner, and. You know, Steve's got confidence. He's out there. Did he redeem himself by the end to you guys? Oh, I think so. He took out the Demogorgon. No, he didn't. Steve? Steve. You remember he broke into Will's... Jonathan and Nancy were in there, and he got... Um, and and uh, how, how was it? I'm trying to play this out in my head. He grabbed the baseball bat. He, he, he went after that Demogorgon and got it trapped so that Jonathan could go after it with the With the fire. I guess that doesn't do it for me. I just look. Kylo I th- Ren can never be re- redeemed. To see Steve see. was too far. Now we saw things that you know behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Dis- disses his jerk of a friend, right? But well, I guess still. that's the question. If he's still hanging out with those friends of his, yeah, it's totally I'm done. With, I don't think. Well, he did break up with his friends. That's Remember what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if that stuck though. Store. Yeah. And he blew him off. Y'all, and, and that, had to change and heart. y'all, he was wearing an ugly dad Christmas sweater, like, oh, like at the end, like yeah. when they were sitting there. He's like, "Did you give it to him?" You know, talking about the camera. You know, and that was that was part of it. I think what I wanted to see was to see him give Jonathan the camera. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been cool. That's really what when I first saw it the first time through, I thought he should have been the one to give him yeah, the camera. Yeah, I, I see that, and I that would have been redemptive to me. Yeah. Well, and, but here's the thing. You said Jonathan's too mopey. I don't know. Like, you see him with Will, and he's great. And you see him, you know, I mean, once once he kind of comes out of his shell, he's, I don't think he's too mopey. He's a little artsy. He was, well, you know, he'd talk about how he's a misanthrope. He just doesn't like people. He likes himself. He mm-hmm. keeps to himself. And yeah. I just don't see much of a romantic streak in him yet. I think he's still real... Self-absorbed. Scale of one to ten, how misanthropic is he? Do you think seven point seven six? Hmm, that's a it's a pretty specific number between one and ten. <laughs> seven seven six. Seven seven six. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know that he's that misanthropic. I'm not sure I know what misanthropic means. Miss. What's the difference between a misanthrope and an introvert? Introverts not. He doesn't dislike people. He just gets sapped of energy around people. Okay. He gets he 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 gains energy from within. So it, it was real. 
cynical. You, you remember when they're shooting guns, mm-hmm. uh, right? And um, and he's missing. He's right. shooting the spaces between the cans. And Nancy comes up, and then she gives wow. that little spiel mm-hmm. about you know how her mom met her dad, married right. a good family, right? And she starts getting really cynical. It that little soliloquy she delivers reminds me of Heather's. You remember uh, Winona Ryder in Heather's? Yeah. And um, she had it out for all the the uh, the what do you call them? Uh, not yuppies. The Preppies? Preppies. Preppies. Right? And so there's this um, sort of this cynicism. Mm-hmm. And, and she's hanging out with Christian Slater, and they're just blowing up the school. Right? And so Christian I, Slater. I got a real Heather's vibe in, in that Okay. Scene. And I think that's kind of where she connected with him at that point, with Jonathan. Yeah. It's, it wasn't so much that she saw anything in him, but she was an angry teenager. That had it out for her middle class family, and she was just, you see this little anarchist brewing in her, right? And um, I so I think Jonathan brought that anarchist. out. But then Steve kind of reined her back in. But see, here's the thing, and that's what makes me sad is to see them on the couch because she's going down the path that her parents are going down that right. she doesn't want to go. Well, here, here's the thing. She's been raised by her parents, one. That's Even true, but she, she also says her parents that. aren't happy. Do you think her parents aren't, are really not happy? Yes. I mean, her dad I mean, is just so disengaged. He totally dis- He does not know what's going on. <laughs> he has him no at all. idea and that, that a child was missing. <laughs> he has no idea. Rest of the family <laughs> miserable. When one person pays no attention to yeah. the rest, I imagine her mom is down, extremely down. Well, her mom was really she's trying coping. to reach out to her kids throughout the sure. series. You know, when she's like, "You can talk to me. You can let me know what's going on." And she, yeah, you know, so she obviously was trying. And she's outgoing. You know, she sent that casserole to Joyce. Yeah, sweet so, lady. Yeah, she's she's a sweetheart. Well, I, I I read the casserole as well. This is what I'm supposed to do because this is my son's friend. Like this is the social sure. convention I'm yes. supposed to. However, abide when, by. When you go in, and you bring a casserole to somebody. You usually drop it off. That's true. You don't go in she and cook went and it for him. Yeah, she's going to sit in there with her and warm so it up. So she she's she's beyond the yeah. obligatory casserole. But you know, the other thing is. Um, you've got this young teenage girl who's gotten very heavily involved with Steve. Yeah. And to her that, well, that's it. Right. This is who it is. Yeah. So even though she sees that going down this path is not a pathway to happiness, she also, I think, feels that she's, she's linked in. Mm -hmm. Well, we've always got season two where she can break that old cycle. That's why I'm screaming. I'm really rooting for her to end up with Jonathan. I really am. As much as I hate I like to root that. against the Steve, guys. I like that. I hate to root against the Steve, but in this case... Well, that's when we find out his name really isn't Steve. Oh, that's right. He's been going by his middle name all these years. He's really the Eddie. protection program. <laughs> He's really Eddie. Steve and Eddie? No, Eddie, Steven. Oh, I thought it was Ed, Ed and Eddie. Well, no, I'm saying his real name is Eddie or something like that. Not that, Ed, not that there's anything wrong with the name Eddie. But he's not a Steve. I feel like it's it's hard to root against a Steve, guys. And I was glad that he turned around. I was glad he helped go wash the graffiti off and everything and of the marquee. And um, and he broke up with his friends. But, man, I just thought Jonathan you know, Nancy made the connection. Steve, you and I were talking a couple of days ago about how this show does throw you some curveballs. Sure, yeah. Where, you know, Barb, the innocent Barb, was the one that was taken <laughs> or out. Or as you said, pathetic. Well, back, 
you know, back in the eighties. You know, it it, it it's you know, you right. summer camp and when folks are getting down and dirty, they're usually the ones that are getting taken out. Right. But Barb Barb would have survived in and, but it also would have been discovered that Barbara could take off her glasses and fix her hair a little bit, and she'd be pretty. And and that's all I'm going to say about that. I don't know that this Barb has the ability to remove her glasses and be like the hot girl. She has a slug coming out of her mouth. Well, she does that now. Yeah, that. she's dead now. Well, and I was just it, saying they throw us that curve on Barb. Right. They're doing the same thing with Nancy. You th- sure she's going to turn for Jonathan? That's true. Yeah. No, but nope. They got us again. Yeah. So the point I, the point behind all that is we drove by Steve's house. We didn't really stop, but interesting neighborhood. Yeah. A lot of 80s houses. Substantial Z- woods in the back. Yes. You can tell that yeah. there's plenty of space for him to be back there taking pictures. I zillowed the house. Very spacious inside. When you started listing the na- number of bedrooms, bathrooms, I was like, "Are you on Zillow?" <laughs> Very spacious interior. Many of the uh, m- most bedrooms have a loft attached to them. Of course, according to the Zillow, yeah. Well, look how big that house was for five bedrooms and three baths, and and high ceilings. I high mean, you can ceilings, see by yeah. the angles of, of Very high ceilings. Story. I like that house. Yeah, I, I do too. House. I don't know that. I, I mean, it's two hundred, two hundred forty-three thousand. I think it's two hundred fourteen thousand is the value. Right oh, two hundred fourteen thousand. That's low. Yeah. Well, it was built in nineteen seventy-six, so you're talking about a thirty-one-year-old home. So it's probably getting time to start replacing some things, <laughs> like ceilings. I don't know. Do you replace ceilings? Yes. Oh, see. If okay. It leaked. All right. See. Or if you don't want the popcorn on the ceiling anymore, there all you, you got to go. do is scrape that though. My favorite part was when Shaz found the window and commenced just snapping picture after yes, picture. After just, picture. Yes, just, yes. Like like he's Jonathan taking pictures of that window. <laughs> yeah, First with your pictures, phone. I was, like all the time. I was like, whoa. Well, here's the thing. Shaz has, turned, Shaz has turned completely breaking his spine around <laughs> and twisting in such a way to get the shot of the window. And he does it with his phone. You can just hear the phone. Then he drops on. He's like, camera me. And... Without moving, he just moves his hand, but without moving his face so that he doesn't lose position. I got the window, guys. Oh, did you? Oh, did you, Chess? Well, I couldn't. I, I, was, I was. Okay, I got two problems. One, if I'm if I'm looking in the sun too long, mm-hmm. I can't, everything gets fuzzy after that. I mean, that's everybody. But I didn't have glasses on either. Sure. I couldn't see if I was actually getting the, right. I could see it from far away, I but I couldn't see it on that little thing. I was like, I don't know if I even have it in there. I was trying. I just finally trusted. I, I got it. I understand. We weren't in the backyard. Let's talk about the we phrase. We were taking the picture over top of the garage. Sure, right. We were out on the road taking. Right, yes. you're right. You had I couldn't see. That's why you in had to bend weird and everything. But let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about the phrase. Let's talk about the phrase. I look in the sun too long, and everything becomes fuzzy. I don't mean at the sun, but without sunglasses. I removed Let's my sunglasses a large portion of the day. You know today. we've got an eclipse coming next week. Be careful. I am well aware. Yeah, be careful. Get well you the, get you the right glasses to yes. look at if you're going to stare at the sun. Yeah, I wasn't talking about staring at it. Just mm-hmm. just being outside in the sun. sunshine. So from there, we actually skipped. We, we did, did skip part of what our itinerary was because of time. Well, no, we. Uh, from the grocery store, we paid our respects to Will. Oh, we went to... Oh, that's right. We went to Will before we went to the gro- to Steve's. We went to um, 
to the cemetery the before cemetery. we went to Steve's. That's right, because Steve's was such a pain to get to because of the uh, because of the road closing and everything. Oh, was, I'm sorry, was I got that, that backwards. I got it backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we went out to the cemetery where Will's funeral was shot, and this is where my ADD kicked in big time because. Yeah, because coming from the supermarket, this is where Shaz is really into lining up those shots, too. And and so you and Shaz are, like, walking. I think it's this iron grate. Yeah. And they're here. They're hunched down doing this. And I'm like, hey, guys, there's a grave where a woman was born in 1777 over here. Listen to this name. Steve, are you going to do the Stranger Things or not? Oh, sorry, fellas. He found all the Shropshire brothers who were killed in the Civil War. Yeah, the Shropshires. We're the Shropshires. They didn't say it like that if they were Confederate. Oh, they had oh, the... Oh, they uh, might have. They might yeah, have. they had it's, the old Piedmont yeah, accent. Kind of yeah. It could be East. I say, sir, don't you know the Southern accent? You sound a little foghorn leghorny now, but That's, you didn't a second ago. Well, when you just say Shropshire... It doesn't sound. You got to have it in context with the rest of the sentence, son. Now you can bring your hillbilly accent all you want. <laughs> now get off my hillbilly accent. <laughs> um. So, but that listen, neat cemetery, Did old find cemetery. The, the right. Well, first off, we didn't see any iron grating at right. at all, and then we found some, and it was the wrong one. Well, it goes back to what we've talked about so so much with all of these things with the little parking lots where they're right on the road but they seem like they're off the road in the show the way they're working the camera angles and everything is really interesting that makes things feel more expansive in some instances and in some instances makes things feel a little more uh you know con contracted in like where they're at that great you feel like that's kind of the edge of the cemetery and just to uh, fill everybody in the, the great where nancy and jonathan are stupid. i'm down. sorry yeah and Jonathan has the map, mm -hmm. and he's X'd out all the locations of the disappearances within a one-mile area. Right. And so we had a screenshot of them. Of course you did. down behind this yes. iron gate. And we were in the car, and I think Shaz pointed out the one on the tree line. Yeah. Which so is where the Shropshires are buried. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was the only one we could see from the car. So we headed straight there, and we were like, yep, this is it. But then we started lining up. Like the the corners of the gate, and realized that there were little barbs sticking up right the top bar. To which I said, "Guys, I think it's that one down there." Yep. And sure enough, it, it was. was. And then I'm like, "Hey, look at this grave! <laughs> hey, this person lived 90 years. That's huge in the 1800s." <laughs> oh, that is funny on so many. Why well, this young man was only 18? I still want to. And Shaz is convinced they were stacking bodies in this cemetery <laughs> some 120 200 years ago well you know they've got multiple tombstones on one grave yeah i did trip over a footstone almost which was kind of embarrassing because that meant i was walking on a grave which i feel horrible about but man oh i thought you tripped over the edge of a of no. one of those raised areas well no it was it was a little one of those footstones at the bottom of where i felt horrible i felt horrible when that happened wow. and i would have felt worse had i fallen because, yeah, because you would have hit some marble there. Yeah, that would have been bad. But yeah, so but we, then then we find the location of where Will's body's going. This to be is buried. what's really neat. Refer to picture six seventy three. Um, All our pictures end with three. <laughs> I know. I don't know why that is. Um, <clears throat> refer to picture nine twenty four. Um, point three. Yeah, point three. <laughs> 
Um, and you pointed this out, Steve, that they actually dug a hole. Uh, at there and and you can see where there has been a hole dug and filled in it it appears at least there on the edge of the cemetery right where every all the shots and stuff would line up and so Shaz begins to and this is how I know you've rubbed off on him at Piggly Wiggly because Shaz is like guys let me check and see and so Shaz is pulling up Netflix and he's pulling up all the scenes like they got a hole there's a hole there they have dug a hole and so, so we pay our respects to a hole, basically, that's been filled in. <laughs> a, hole, a hole with, well, you know, it wasn't Will's hole in the first place. Well, no. But it perfectly lined up to the tree in the graves. Right, that's what I'm it saying. It did It did perfectly line up. Yep. But I also felt a little awkward because there was a freshly finished grave right there next to it where someone I mean, had just recently been buried. are you to be permanently <laughs> planted? <laughs> Team Steve. <laughs> I just think that would be so great. You know, Mama, we really we we miss her so much, but we're glad we were able to put her right next to where they fake buried that boy in Stranger Things. <laughs> I mean, that's premium plot right there. Uh, well, you know, when Mama went all in, we said only the best for her, so we put her right next to that little stuffed boy from Stranger Things. <laughs> Mama, that's the second stuffed grave I saw today. <laughs> Bunny. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, 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 oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah, Somebody's buried with a doll and somebody's buried next to one. Right, right. Well, listen, we got to say this. And you, sir, have opened my eyes to the wonders of Rome, Georgia. And I've been there a year. Steve Bennett says, when we talked about what time we'd leave, I said, I need to leave around 10 so I can get some things done. The office and everything. Steve's like, that's fine. They'll give me time to check this out. And the picture he sends is a headstone with a woman's name and her date of birth. And the day she died, sometime in 2009. Underneath her name, it says, Human Bunny. <laughs> with the woman's, what appears to be her eighth birthday, and then the, one, the day the woman died in 2009. This woman had a bunny for some 80 years almost. 70 plus years. That is an old bunny. A three foot tall stuffed bunny. That, stuffed? Mm-hmm. Like a yeah, stuffed this animal whole bunny. Time I thought that was the one old bunny. Mm-mm, like a stuffed old, like, come on, it's a human bunny. Her birthday was just a couple of weeks before Easter. So it was a three-foot oh. stuffed Easter bunny, stuffed with straw. Human size, I thought the thing was six foot tall. Yeah, yeah. Well, to an eight-year-old, three-foot three was full-grown yeah. kid, and that's why she called it human bunny. Now, what's fun is, as you and I were talking about this at supper last night, you said, well, you know, in the 1930s, they probably didn't have any names to call a bunny. And I'm like, I don't know. I think they had the same names that we have today in 2017. Peter Cottontail was already around. Yeah, yeah. Floppy, Bob, <laughs> George, Sandy. I mean, anything. And uh, But, yeah, so she's buried with that rabbit. And here's, the more, and here's where the story grows. I walk into my office this morning. At dinner, what did you say about somebody who had the bunny? Oh, I said there's no way that woman was ever married. Well, I said multiple things. I said I wonder if, you know, she lived her life mentally challenged. You know. But she wasn't. No, she, she wasn't. Was she was successful. a very successful, a great nurse, I understand. And I said, but I guarantee you she, she never married. Because you even said, no, I think she was a nurse. And I said, well, I guarantee you she never married. Not with a three-foot bunny she kept all her life and took care of and loved like that. 
that she'd be buried with. And sure enough, found out today, totally single all her life. So look, and who am I to who am I to say? I'm, that's not a judgment. I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying that there are things about me that people would say must be single. And when you found when you got to, to work this morning, that's right. I was I walked in, talked to myself. I said, "Do you know of the human bunny?" No, I don't. Who's buried there? And this is where I'm stupid. I'm like, I don't remember the woman's name who's buried there. And then it dawned on me about six minutes in the conversation, I've got a picture of the headstone. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, wait a second. It's on this little thing in my pocket. Yeah. It's buzzing. So I pull it up and I tell the lady the woman's name, my secretary the woman's name, and she goes, Yeah, I know her. She was my nurse when I had my first child. She was a great nurse. She never married. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she was buried with a stuffed bunny. Oh, she didn't know about the uh-uh. human bunny. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Human bunny. That's just no. So, anyhow, so yeah, so you have. You have Mama out there buried next to a stuffed boy. <laughs> so, y'all know we was so sad when Mama passed on, but it was exciting to us to know <laughs> that we we're going to get to plop her down in that plot right next to where that little boy in Stranger Things was supposed to be buried. Y'all, that's that's pretty. We're going to be telling that for the rest of our days because things don't go off the internet. Netflix is always going to be around. <laughs> <laughs> I can pull Netflix up in 30 years and show her great grandchildren. Look here, what? Look here, where your mama's buried. <laughs> look what they did right in that cemetery. Where these people are standing. That's right. Look what they did in this cemetery. They shot. They shot film here. <laughs> that is a neat cemetery, though. I wish I would have reread the sign about future care of the cemetery That's and everything. Right. I forgot. Well, I saw it. Didn't read the whole thing yeah. coming in. I was meaning because it's a cemetery owned and operated by a church, apparently. I guess so. Across the mm-hmm. street from it, the church across the street. That sounds like an old gospel song. Little church across the street, um, where Will would never meet <laughs> with slugs in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I got can again to talk about the Stranger Things. I rewatched it last weekend or the weekend before last, and when you get to that episode where they're pulling, quote-unquote, the body out of the quarry, the music they're playing, the boy's reaction to it, like, it, even though I it's knew... Like this series is over. I knew that body was a fake body, and I still was getting choked up watching because it was just that powerful of a moment, you know, as you watch those boys have to deal with they are from a distance seeing their friend's body being pulled out of the water, and they were so sure he was going to be okay. I didn't know what to think the first time. I no, the it. first time I'm like, what are they doing? I thought, Again, this thing's really flip- taking one of these yeah, turns. Yeah, I was mad. Oh, I was so mad. I'm like, we got to kill a monster now. Well, I thought, first off, somebody had it was somebody else had fallen into the quarry. Right. But then, I th- is it Mike who says it's him? It's yeah, Bill. yeah. 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 Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I, edit. Um, yeah, so, oh, but gosh, when I wa- even knowing, even though it was a fake body, I was like, man. And it freaked me out, too, when Hopper goes to the morgue and, like, pulls out his knife. I'm like, Hopper, you can't do an autopsy. Hopper, you can't do an autopsy. And then when he cuts in and it's stuffing in there, I'm like, oh, those evil, 
evil oh, people. Yeah. Oh, then I wanted that's some, what Hopper was thinking. Then I wanted some Hawkins Power people to die. I'm like, come on, you go shoot that place up, Hawk, Hopper. Don't yeah. oh, Hawk, Hawkins Energy Plant. Yeah, you it, know when he first off when he pulls the sheet down, mm-hmm. he hadn't had any autopsy. Right. So who did the autopsy? Oh, the state boys. Yeah. Nobody well, did any the autopsy. The Stadies, they were, afterwards they had some cinnamon toast donuts. That's <laughs> way inside. Mounties. Go check out Techno Retro Dads from a few months ago. Was that last year? Was I that in the fall, when winter? it was. You realize it's uh, almost pumpkin spice crunch, time. Crunch. I know it's coming. So Spice, spice. Yeah, we're going to have to be pulling that back. Yeah. Um, so the cemetery was cool. Then we went to Steve's house, as we said. Had to take the long way around as the road was closed. I'm kind of wishing, Steve, at this moment in time that you would have just pulled through those road clothes signs to see what was going on, to see why it was closed. Because we could have turned around. We've done everything else. We uh, Well, not everything, but well, we've been getting bolder. Well, here's what happens, we to, here's what happens to me get older. in all of these places. I, I step up nervous every time. I get a little nervous. And then as we get there and I kind of get used to my surroundings, I'm like, let's pull on this door, see if it'll open. <laughs> <laughs> Have we done the library? We've done the library. We, we? Well, see, yes, we have talked about the library. Okay. But here's the thing that happened to me at the library. I was very trepidatious. Oh, I was you, you not happy about like the situation at all. The library. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> but when we got up there, I'm like, does this door open? Does it? I was ready to... to you were circling the building. I was going to waltz my fat tail in there, come heck or high water, just to, you know, I was going to find a door that was open. And uh, if I could have figured out that, if I'd had time to punch all the code, options in that code thing yeah i would I, I, I was i was nervous whenever i started flipping those things mm-hmm. i said oh there's another one up there you flip that one i never thought you would do it oh no it was I time i was there well that's the thing it. i was comfortable in my surroundings i done tugged on a door or two <laughs> when you started spinning i was like steve's in <laughs> i was i was totally in and i guess i should have mentioned the mail slot because i pushed the mail slot in but i didn't go down i didn't crouch down to look into Wasn't that it. awesome? And then, yeah, and then when y'all came around and looked in the mail, we've talked about the mail yeah, slot. That's have, picture so. number 576. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Point> 0.13. <laughs> um, so from the cemetery, we came to the middle school, right? To the school. Right Is the middle school what we did after Steve's house? Yeah, and when we pulled up, they had Hawkins Middle painted. They had right. taken it off after season one, so I wasn't expecting the gym. It. We're talking about the gym where they do the bath and everything is where we went next. And that's and here's the thing: when we pull up and in big blue letters across the top it says Hawkins Middle School, that was like okay, this is cool. And it and it became kind of the capstone for the day to be there. Oh, blew my mind. Yeah, because I I thought I had seen pictures of this without it. And then we pull up. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. It says Hawkins Middle School. Yeah. And that's it. And and you know exactly what's behind those doors. And so we got to, you know, climb up and look in the upper windows. Right. I didn't get as good a picture as you did of that tiger, though. Yeah, well, that'll be picture number 4621. Yes, 4621.3. Um, yeah, there's, there's a mural. Oh, okay, well, let's take this back. You see the exterior, mm-hmm. and there's the big metal doors that enter into the gym. And uh, next to the doors are these arm rails that if you stand on them, you can look in the windows above the door. All right. And when you look in there, you can see the entrance into the gym where the kids set up the swimming pool. 
and you can also see the mural with the tiger on it that Nancy and Jonathan are crouched out. Right. Now, this is also the gym where they have the memorial for Will, mm -hmm. where Eleven makes the bully pee his pants. Yep. Right? Yep. So, oh, I hadn't even thought about yeah. that. Same gym. That's right. So, um, so yeah, you guys climbed up on the rails and, and looked you in. Know, he, he, that's kind of interesting, too, because he climbs up. He's like, you know, and... We old guys want to make sure we don't fall and break mm -hmm. break a hip. Right. Then after doing it once, everybody's just jumping up on the right. thing, jumping then, down. I said, Shaz, get over here. I need you to spot me. And I'm like putting all my weight on his shoulder yeah. and everything. And then I see him just hop up there. And I'm like, well, why didn't I do that? Well, and I stayed on. I stayed firmly both put them on ground there <laughs> now y'all i've got getting on the i need y'all to understand i got the stealths quicknesses and agility of the big jungle cats but i didn't need to show off today um <laughs> so yeah but you got a great picture not only of the mural but also you can see one of the pictures you got from that window was you're looking right into the gym and you can see right in the middle of the gym where they put the bath yeah, and the everything were open and yeah you could zoom right on it in there. Yeah. and so then we started walking around this property and and checking it out because it's it it's what used to be um a Stock high school it, yeah well years ago it was it was Stockbridge High School and, and this other stuff and then it became something else and and now it's privately owned and that sort of thing but they still use it obviously they're still using it for some soccer it's a charter obviously. school kind of stuff and um and so we're walking around looking through some windows and just taking in some of the hallways and everything and and trying to get an idea of where maybe some other things were shot or, or other things might have happened. But like the exteriors are all there. There's the there's the shot we got of you guys walking uh across the crosswalk, oh, you know, yeah. toward the school where during shooting they actually had Hawkins High up above the uh, Hawkins High School up above the thing. The water tower, the shot right. of the water tower is, is is from there. And then uh we were back behind the school near the athletic track. And we got to looking at some buildings. Steve, you got to looking at some buildings and realized, hey, this is where they were picking up rocks. Right. You know, to put with their slingshot to go fight the the, the, the wrist rocket to fight the Gorgon and um, the Demigorgon. And and so we start trying to line up a shot with all these buildings and just can't do it. Yeah, we, the paint scheme on all these buildings was spot on. Right, right. But uh, these had shingle roofs and there was a metal roof. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that might be you know, something that the movie guys replaced. Right. But there was a tree line at, that just did not line up. Mm -hmm. And w I ended up walking around the school looking for more buildings like this. We just couldn't find any. Right. So our imaginations went crazy. Like, I just they, decided they digitally painted in a tree line or they don't. And Chaz like, they don't digitally do anything in this show. Chaz yeah. is like taking me to task about. Oh, but that was later. That was later, but still. But it, it was just the idea of they had painted in some I stuff. we exhausted all of our yeah, options. Yeah, so... We couldn't see anything. And understand, as I said, I have walked more today than I've walked in a long time. And so we're walking back up well, to we the... Discovered, we discovered something about those buildings, though. They painted them green. Yeah. I, was that green? It was, yeah, no, it was those blue. The buildings that we were looking at were the ones that were painted beige. Beige. See, I, so I wasn't sure if it was green back. after all. You remember the bike rack? Oh yeah, the bike rack. Yeah, the, yes, they painted them beige. But yeah, where the kids are at the bike rack. Yeah, well, that's understandable, Chance. So as we're getting back up to the vehicle, up at the top of the parking lot. Oh, he, Steve mentioned that this was a big hill. Yeah, it's a pretty. It was a pretty substantial little hill down. The, Shaz is like, oh, well, there's the place where we were looking for a while ago. And sure Back enough. Back at the bottom of the hill. Down at the bottom. Of, not just down at the bottom of the hill. Across the big soccer field. 
right on the tree line. There it is. And sure enough, there it is. And look, great spot by Shaz. Um, oh, it's, totally. And so we walk down there, and sure enough, it's the place, and we get a picture of Steve picking up rocks and everything. And, and Steve finds the rock. Yeah. Really, really close to where they found the rock. Right. Right. That I mean, was it was really cool. it was like us right sitting after at. I said, you're not going to find any rocks here because this grass they mow. You're never going to find a rock here. He goes, just pick, pulls it right up. That's what I was thinking. I, because of the grass being, it was such a grassy place. I'm like, there's no way they'll find a rock. So he just runs down, picks one up. And so, and it really is. It's almost like sitting at the table that Eleven and Benny were sitting at. Like, that's how close to the actual spot where they were picking up rocks Steve was. And so, and again, I've gotten comfortable with this place. I have tugged on every door we've walked by. And had one been unlocked, I would have gone in the building, guys. I'm just telling you. You know the people who are walking around the track? Yeah. One of them just started looking at us. We started pulling on that door. They stopped, and they turned around and were bent over. I was like, they're calling the police. No. They, they never did. No, they were teenagers. They didn't care. Oh, there were a couple of adults walking. Oh, they didn't too. care either. Evidently. We were walking like we were supposed we're to be. We're not the first people who But that this. building that we were at, see, y'all didn't walk in there. I walked right through there looking around at stuff to see. Oh, if, the one right by the rock. Yeah, that's how I ended up coming out. No, it wasn't. It was in the middle of the day. But again, I'd gotten so comfortable. I'm like, maybe we'll find something cool in here. <laughs> and if nothing else, I can sneak out and photobomb Steve. <laughs> so... So then we had to walk back up the hill, which wasn't great. But, I mean, that was a great, like, Shaz just boom. Like, just, there it is, guys. And sure enough. And it's, and that was a cool moment to me because it's like we had kind of been deflated, even though it was so cool that Hawkins Middle School was still there and everything was, like, to me, just pulling up and seeing Hawkins Middle School would have been like, that's it. We're done. I mean, like, oh, yeah. it was yeah. that cool. And, um and then, and then for you to have that moment, it's just like, because we, we had deflated and looking around, and then boom, we're pumped right back up. And so then we go over to Stockbridge Middle, where apparently some pickup shots or some shots and some stuff was fixed, and, and we walked the two miles around that campus. <laughs> <laughs> we, get, we, we, make, we, we start making the second quarter that we've turned. Steve goes, well, only one, one more to go. We're 75% gone. I was like, no, nah, buddy. We, we, we That's just how long that point. one end was. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought we turned twice. Nope, Steve, we didn't. You're just fat. You're, <laughs> You're just fat and out of shape. Here are the two turns you need to make. Turn away from the refrigerator. <laughs> and turn up your metabolism. Um, so, yeah, that... But we did look in some doors and see some lockers and stuff, but there was something about the floor. But I, I still think the floor pattern that you were pointing out in some of those reference shots was at the other building. Was that, was that the first one we were at? It where might have been, but I, I just never saw orange at the other school. I saw a lot of blue with the same pattern, mm -hmm. but I didn't see the orange. Well, I would, I would not say it was orange, but it definitely was like a reddish orange. And down, well, well down where the high school area was, where, where, where you guys walked the... Um, yeah, I just can't remember. Yeah, where you guys walked to into what would the, be the high school that one that was there, but there were no lockers. Is the thing right? That was the problem. There is there were no lockers along the wall, so I don't know, I don't know. But it was still. I mean, it's cool. You know, it's fun. It's fun. Twenty one Jump Street to place when school's in session. I think I could pass as a teenager. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. You don't think I could pass as a you, I you shave this better beard. than the rest of us. I think I shave this beard, color my hair a little bit, and uh, double strap that old backpack, and I'll be good to go. I mean, if Jonah Hill can do it, 
Guys, I can still act awkward in Who everything. Jonah Hill. Is that his name? He was in the 21 Jump Street movie with Channing Tatum. I didn't Tana. see the 21 Jump Street movie, so yeah. I don't know who that is. It's okay. Sorry. Who that? I don't think he was. I think he was way after. Seth Rogen was Freaks and Geeks. I think you probably could pass for an 18-year-old kid. You think so? Yep. Hey, guys. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I can see you. I can envision you with the backpack. Can going. you just imagine me trying to be awkward and like, Guys, no, I, oh, I'm so be ready hard. to be be graduated. You know, here, here's here's what would happen. Not fitting though. in desks. You, you would run right back into full on Steve mode whenever you start getting friendly with people. Oh yeah, and you you'll you'd start pulling podcast stuff. You know, where That's you're true. doing something, and you're like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, this guy's way too confident. For yeah, what is for yeah. a high school nerd? Yeah. Oh, oh, guys, I remember when I was in high school. You are in high school. Oh yeah. Forty years old. Forty years old, trying to play off as an eighteen-year-old. Oh, I'm only twenty. What do you mean I'm forty? No, oh, my back's not killing me. I don't. I'm not walking like an old man. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean go out for football? <laughs> Sorry, coach. I can center. Yeah. <laughs> can I get a different desk? These just are not ergonomically sound. Also, I tend to take them with me whenever I try to stand up. <laughs> oh man! So, um, so what's on the docket for tomorrow? We're going to start out going straight to downtown Hawkins. Okay. We're going to see the exterior of the library. We're going to see the. Now we've already seen an exterior of one library. That was the interior. That was the exterior of the interior of the library. Okay, so that's where they filmed the interior shots. Right, and so when. You see Hopper walk out. He walks down the stairs, okay. and it's actually a courthouse. Okay, but in the show, it's it's, it's the, the library. library. Lakes, Directly yeah. across the street is the store where Joyce works. Oh, cool. And okay, gets all of her telephones and Christmas lights. Yes. And so, um, my son is missing. I think you can give me a two weeks advance and a pack of camels. So, but there's going to be quite a bit in there, just a, around that block. You got yeah. the Radio Shack, you got the movie theater, you got the alley where the fight took place, where Steve got his butt. Oh wow! There's going to be quite a bit, and there's one thing, the uh, pawn shop where they went monster killing supply shopping. Oh, the Army Surplus. That's uh, that's across the street too. And um, are these places in operation? In. Some of them are, and that's one of the reasons why I want to hold off mm -hmm. until tomorrow, because you know we were out playing late. Some of these places probably closed already, and mm -hmm. so these are places we want to go. Cool with operating hours. Awesome. Now, how many of these are located in the same general area? They're all within a block. Of each oh other. wow! So so downtown direction. Hawkins is it is Jackson is downtown Jackson, Georgia. Nice. I'm going to Jackson. Oh man, that's a great song to stick in right here. Sing it, Johnny and June. <laughs> Comb your hair. We got married in a fever. Hotter than a pepper. And go to Jackson, we would. Um, I don't know. There's no sense in talking about breakfast and having waffles and that sort of thing. But we did the next morning as uh, we got up and uh, got ready to head to Jackson. And. Um, that's where many adventures awaited us, as you'll hear now. Okay, this is day two of the Stranger Things expedition, and 
And we have had some stranger things and transpire. People. Yeah, Shaz is still with us. Team Steve. Team Steve. And uh, we have gone to Jackson, Georgia, just like we said we would. It was Hawkins, Indiana, I Haw- believe is where it was. That's right. And um, where do we start? Well, we start at the pharmacy. That is the store wherein um, Winona Ryder's character works. Joyce. Joyce works and gets her gets a uh, advance two weeks advance and phone and another phone yeah and a pack of camels <laughs> um while we were in there and and again there's sometimes i feel like here's let me okay look i love you guys both of you so much but i've just got to put this out there i feel like whereas you guys are getting caught up in the moment i'm paying attention <laughs> because the lady says oh yeah that's Pointed to the courthouse over across the street, which doubles as the exterior for the library that we snuck around in yesterday or tried to sneak into yesterday. Um, but the courthouse, she's like, oh, yeah, and that's where you should have seen all the stuff they had flying out of there. And you guys are like, oh, yeah, when they did, like, the upside down. And Chaz looks at me like, you know, when they did it the upside down, it was all grown up and everything. I'm like, I guess. I don't remember anything flying out, though. And that was just on me. And apparently, spoiler alert, season two, something's going to come flying out of the courthouse in season two of Stranger Things. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I thought initially she just wasn't sure what she was talking about. I thought, no, she she, she doesn't know about things flying out. It didn't strike me that they had been back and mm-hmm. done season two. Right. Well, I mean, how's it going to air in less than a month, Chaz? Or a round of two months? I'm well, sorry. Well, Let me I do my math right. While you guys here's, are here's getting the caught at the moment, I've got to learn math. Here's Here is my impression. <laughs> You know, she didn't seem thrilled with some of the things that occurred on the rebuilding of her shop. Oh, no, no, and no, so no. I thought that she would not have paid any attention to the second filming. Right, right. And so I was just thinking she was still caught up on the initial one. That's why. Now, I knew they had to have already filmed the second, but I didn't think anything about the things flying out other than, you know, maybe she... Well, you know, what's interesting, yesterday at Tiffany's, we asked them, did you have to redecorate everything or they hang the stuff back up for you? Oh, no, we had to do all that ourselves. Well, this lady, apparently they tried to pull that on the old pharmacy lady, and she's like, uh-uh. She said, I had to call them and make them come back here and help out. She had 8 by 10 photos of her medicines lined up on the shelf. Well, they took the 8 by 10 photos. She's like, and, and her point was, you can't look at an 8 by 10 photo of this shelf and tell where everything is. You can't read the name of those prescriptions That's right. from there, those medicines. Those medicines, those medications. You can't have nothing. You can't have an 8 by 10 of, of that. So... So we come walking out. They've got Stranger Things memorabilia. They're doing their best in the Jackson Pharmacy to cash in on the Stranger Things fame. And I feel like all of downtown is kind of doing that. I mean, there's that little pub that that sprung up, you know, that has jumbo wings and burgers that we didn't eat at. And Stranger Things with uh, bacon and three cheeses. Oh, I didn't, you I didn't see that, that on the no, menu? No, I got yeah, distracted Stranger by Things jumbo wings. Burger. So we're headed back there for lunch. Is that what's going on? <laughs> Wrong direction. Oh. I feel yeah. like we're going. We're coming back exactly the same no, direction we're, we went we're, in. We're on a wrong, uh, a long trip now. Okay, we're on a long trip now. So no burgers for Steve. Not Well, not, not the Stranger Things burger. Okay. Um, so, but then we go down because now, Steve Bennett, you've been in Jackson. You've kind of, you've scouted this location before. Yeah. And, um... And so the very next thing that happens is, is there's the exterior used for the shop where um, Nancy and, um, Jonathan. and Jonathan go in to 
to buy their monster hunting stuff. And and it's a pawn shop is the exterior. And so and you mentioned that the interior was an appliance store down the road, but you're like it looks nothing like it looked in this movie or in the in the right. TV in, show. In the show, the interior looks like a pawn shop. Right. The inside of this appliance place is just nothing but Belt it's a strap. it's a maze yeah. it's a maze of appliances is what it is it's a maze of broken down appliances broken down dishwashers and washing machines and so so we walk into the pawn shop which is a tiny pawn shop and and look pawn shop dealers guys let's be honest <laughs> and I'm sorry out there if you own a pawn shop and you're listening to this show but I got to be honest with you most of you are pretty skeezy well there's a reason for stereotypes. Yes. And this guy proves it. Oh, my gosh. He had his... <laughs> listen, he had his big shiny ring on like he liked it. He had his gold chain on like he liked it. And he was ready to tell stories about something that did not happen in his store. Namely, the filming of Stranger Things. <laughs> and uh, the moment he said that he was the private bathroom for Winona Ryder, um, I said, all right, I'm checking out of this conversation, and I'm going to go look at the gun rack, which I know nothing about guns. I'm going to come nose around the DVD stack here where there's nothing worth picking up. And um, so he, But he then proceeds to tell you guys about another movie that's being shot or has been shot there in Jackson featuring the likes of Ursher. And Ursher? Ursher, yeah. That's what they say. Ursher in that one song. What's that one song by Usher? If you want to scream, hey, you know that song? No. No? Ooh, baby, baby, ooh. Ba well, it's playing right now, even though you can't hear it. Um, Are you sure that's not Kenny Rogers from Six Pack? Oh, well, no, now that's playing. Thank you. <laughs> Look, this is not, we're not playing that game. Um, you mean the gambler? Uh, no, but that's around. playing now. <laughs> Love will turn you around. I've never heard of that song. Was that in Six Pack as well? Yeah, that's the one. Isn't oh. that it? Yeah. How about yesterday I got confused and started calling Six Pack Brick House while you guys were talking about it? <laughs> How about that moment in time? How about I'm like, oh, Brick House by the Commodores. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, the name of that Kenny Rogers movie you were talking about. It's Six Pack, you moron. Um, but no, so Pawn Shop Man begins to tell stories. And Chaz, you got a lovely poster, please. For the love of And I mean, like, Stranger Things has nothing on this. Yeah, well, it's strange. I, mm -hmm. I don't. It, Legion X is that the name of this thing? Yeah, I've, it's rolled up, and mm -hmm. we'll take a picture of it. Will it, we? Yes. I don't know. Well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I don't want anything to do with it. It's very frightening. Yeah, it is very frightening. He said, he said "I don't have a Stranger Things poster to give you. I got to frame it and sell that." Mm -hmm. uh, but Take a Legion X poster. <laughs> Take a Legion X. Here, each of you get one. I was like, well, I don't I know. I was like, no, we just, I was like, we just need one. Metal. We just need one. We're good. Shaz will take one. I couldn't hit that door fast well, enough. Well, here, here's the trick with, with the poster. I think it lent some credence to us in the, the next shop. Mm, because you look official. Look like I had blueprints or something mm -hmm, with me. Mm -hmm. Well, so Legion X, though, we listen, I run a show called Rock Out Loud where we talk about rock music and stuff. And even I'm looking at that going, mm, I don't know. I bet it sounds something like this. Is it, did he explain to you who it was? Is it his band? He said Heavy Metal. They've been around 10, 15 years, something like that. Yeah. I, I was like, never heard of him. Is it his band? I don't know. Hey, do y'all reckon Pawn Shop goes and puts on prosthetic makeup and plays the bass in a death metal band? Oh, he said they, they, they dressed band? up, didn't he? 
Yeah, I, well, I don't remember much of that because I was trying to bolt toward the door with Steve at that point. Yeah. So we get out of there finally after, you know, the Lords of Satan poster given to us. But wait, what's that movie? He filmed a, a car going through a window. Oh, now I've forgotten. Burden. 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 It's going to come out later this year. Um, it's got Sam Flynn from uh, Tron Legacy. It's got Usher. Usher. And it's got Forrest, uh, Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. He was like, who's that guy with the, he's kind of heavy set, got a lazy eye. And I thought he meant Tiny Lister. Now, I'm, I, I knew exactly who he meant, yeah. but I couldn't think of his name. I was like Rogue One, you know. Saul Carrera. And that's when, and that's when we said uh, Forrest Whitaker. But um, so he had the cologne rocking, too. I'm talking every stereotype of a pawn shop guy this guy had. And they didn't mind dropping a few cuss bombs on you, either. He didn't. He was. He saw. He saw some guy. He saw Fatty in a Hawaiian shirt and said, "This is a man that likes to let the cusses fly," is I think what he saw. I'm not putting out a good testimony by walking around in a bright blue Hawaiian shirt. Apparently, there's nothing wrong with a Hawaiian shirt. I didn't think so either. <laughs> um, so, oh look, fried chicken. Um, so we uh, we left there, and so we went down to where the interior of the monster hunting shop was. And like we say, this is a this is a graveyard for washing machines and refrigerators and hold stuff. On, hold on. The name of that street's Byers Street. Oh, nice. Will Byers. You must be in another county seat because it was another courthouse with similar architecture. Really? Yeah. It had the little belfry above it. Y'all, that was Jackson. That was Jackson. We're in Jackson. <laughs> Steve. How about that? Steve. We're in Jackson. Hey, this is what happens when this you is why I said this is why I said we could have gone and got that Stranger Things burger because we're headed right back to town. And you're like, oh no, this is a long trip. We're going completely the other direction. Well, guess what? There it went. There it went. We're we're gone. We gone. Um so by the way, completely valid. I didn't think I had a bad I thought I had a bad sense of direction. <laughs> There's Burger King. Uh, Syria Newton John here. Syria Newton John. <laughs> so I found the other drugstore in town, CVS. Mm-hmm. So we um we we go down to the graveyard for all appliances of all time. They're dead washing machines and dryers and refrigerators and freezers and stuff. And this old man who had to be I don't know 80, 90 years old. He had to be at least ninety seven, ninety three. We'll call him ninety three. He's back there, and uh, and so Steve engages this man in conversation. And he says, uh, so is this where they film Stranger Things? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and he begins to explain some stuff they did, and he talks about some kind of target they put in the window. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up right now. Actually. Explain what he meant, Shaz, because I don't remember anything getting blown out in that store. Well, he was mentioned just part of the signage was a target, and I'm not sure if it's from Burbank or from Stranger Things. Or burden, uh, but but hmm. I think it probably is from Stranger Things because they had the guns on the wall, they had the hunting equipment, yeah. things like that. But they had the sign, this target sign, on the window as part of the dressing of the store. 
and somebody decided to drive by and try to shoot the, the bullseye, and oh. they weren't off by far. So it wasn't... This wasn't part of the movie. Okay, I just see. Just because they saw that target in the window, they shot you. through the window. Well, just because it's Georgia and we're in the kind of exactly. the redneck plate, yeah. They bought the you. gun at the pawn shop sure. that was not used as the interior, right. and they shot into the interior of the other pawn shop. Hey, for all we know, it could have been the pawn shop guy. It probably could have oh, been. Speaking of pawn shop guy, mm-hmm. we remember he he didn't film there. But oh, chicken they run, did wings, tenders, and more. And they paid him to change his sign. Right. And what did his sign say? Well, the original pawn shop sign he had outside said pawn shop. Yeah, and they changed and they it to. Um, for them to change it to another sign that said pawn shop. Right. They changed, and he couldn't get over that. He's like, you know what they called it? Pawn shop. And, I, and and so, and Chaz pointed out, you know, they needed the 80s font um, because that's become, the font of the 80s has now become a discussion on this expedition between the polar ice cap place <laughs> yeah, and the comic sands. Yeah, the comic sands and such as. So, so old man been, talks to us about, I thought he meant like for a show or for something they were filming, they shot out the window. No, no. It was just somebody decided they're going to shoot it out. Okay. Well, he seemed pretty impressed by it. To, I mean, he nonplussed and impressed, so I guess they replaced the window for him. Well, we, we did mention the the Burden movie. Right. He also showed us, uh, the pawn shop guy showed us a video of it. Well, that's what I was trying to get you to talk about. Oh, I'm sorry. That, uh, let me go back then. Yeah. Uh, he, he showed us a video where, where somebody's driving through, driving a, a car into uh, a storefront. Yes. And we found the storefront. It mm -hmm. was just straight down the road, and he videoed the thing while they were filming it. And evidently, while he was taping it, you know, he's talking to somebody who's in production, and they want him to turn out some lights at the top of his store. Then they realized what he was doing. They're like, you can't record this. But he He did. said the director said he could. He oh, said, that's right. He said he had a beverage or two, and so he was, Right. He didn't care. <laughs> to put it nicely, I didn't care. Heck. Um, so, yeah, back to the old man. Well, somewhere along the way in this discussion, the old man decided that we were not there to look at things that had already been filmed which we told him yes that we were looking to film something and so he's like well my son would be able to talk to you about that and and god and you know god bless his son he's been sick all summer long and um he said my son would be able to talk to you about that but he's been sick and he's not here um but if you want to be filming come back he'll be here and you know he and i'm sure he'll let you use the place to which point we said, oh, no, 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 no. We're not looking for somewhere to film. We're looking at places that, that have already been used, you know. And he's like, okay. Well, yeah, just talk to my son, and I'm sure he'll be glad to let you use the place. And at that point, I, I said, I, yeah, I'm, I'm checking out of this one, too. I, well, this, he said, well, I own the place, and I have that lot across the street as well. Right. Oh, yeah, that's when he was really, he's like, I'll make some money off you movie people. Again, I think it's the Hawaiian shirt. I think that's what people think Hollywood studio execs walk around it, it looking was like. That, well, and, and now we have the rolled up, you know, blueprints. Oh, yeah, the rolled up blueprints. Legion X poster. Right. That's the next movie we're, we're shooting, Legion X, yeah. And, and frankly, Steve over here, Bennett, looks mm -hmm. like a director. That's true. You do. And he looks especially a lot when you like Steven that, Spielberg. When you throw that hat on yes. and you get to walking around in that Indiana Jones hat. <laughs> yeah. And you, well, and two, let's be honest. What's he doing the whole time? Lining up shots. Good so, point. He's got the. He looks really official. Yeah. So, I just look like I guess I'm the PA. Anyhow, 
Um, <laughs> we couldn't convince him that no, we, we were not making and, the next movie. And then, and then, so he, then he decides he wants to tell us how long he's been working there, or how long he's been running the place. And so Shaz guesses forty years. As we're leaving, the man says, "Double it and add two. <laughs> I'm almost ninety years old." And so, yeah, I guessed he was almost ninety right. years old from the. Start. Well, yeah, from the yeah. Anyhow, so we leave old man. And the dead appliances. And uh, and we begin to walk back up the street toward the square. Towards the movies. Where the, Can I chime? Yeah, yeah anytime. We, we were following the plot. You know, they're in there, uh, Nancy and Jonathan, getting all their monster trapping equipment. They come out, and Nancy sees the marquee of the theater. And oh, goes okay. making a mad dash yeah. for the theater there. Yeah. How about, it did not dawn on me that you had us following the plot. It's an even more nerdy trip than it was, and that makes me happy. What a geek trip that was. Okay, so now, yeah, we're following the plot. So we, too, run out and imagine that we see hateful things written about us <laughs> on a marquee that does not exist, and we begin making our way in that general direction to that, that area. That is, not, that is now a tavern that apparently serves a burger that we could have stopped back by and had some jumbo wings and stuff, but no, we're not headed to Jackson until we were headed back to Jackson. <laughs> and you heard that happen here on the show. But we, well, here's the thing, you know, when she, we followed the plot very well. Mm-hmm. As she's going back there, she runs into bullies. Mm-hmm. And who did we encounter at the front of the the? Now the see, I didn't place? really interact with those guys because I got caught up reading that menu, which looked amazing. They had jumbo wings and tenders. I don't know if you guys realize that or not. Or there were a clutch of folks out Smoking cigarettes, yeah, kind of giggling and pointing fingers. Well, that's fine. I don't care. I giggled at them and point fingers. They you know why? Because they're going to die of smoking cancer. Or, well, and one guy's ears are going to get real low. Yeah, real low. Oh, did he have some? Did he have some gauges yeah, in there? Yeah, had some gauges in there. Nice. Well, look, that's fine. If I'd go, I'm sure it would have been better for him if I'd gone back and ate there. Um, I had jumbo wings and tenders. Well, and, and while we were approaching the the theater, though, I I, I ran out ahead of you guys and right. got, a, got a photo. Yes, I think it's number five thirty six. Okay. Um, point eight. Point eight. Point point three. Well, I haven't. Well, point eight three, and uh, it, it's you guys crossing the intersection. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a scene where Nancy's looking up at at the marquee. Right. With the furniture store be, behind her. Right. And she crosses at an angle. She crosses diagonally. Jaywalking. Yeah. yeah. And so as we're coming across, Shaz's like, "We're not jaywalking. We're not jaywalking." And then it kind of cleared out. He's like, "We're jaywalking." <laughs> and uh, and so we did that. And Steve's over there taking the pictures. And that's where the guys started to giggle and everything. And I didn't really pick up on that they were giggling at y'all. If I'd have done that, if I'd have known that, I would have said, hey, they weren't. tell me about these jungle wings and tenders. At y'all. They were giggling at you and me walking across the... Oh, was that what they were yeah, giggling yeah, at? Yeah, okay. it, was us. it was us. Well, if I'd have known that, then I definitely would have looked at them and been like, hey. You would have slapped them. I would have been like, hey, you. Taking them in the alley. Tell me about <laughs> these jumbo wings and tenders. <laughs> you know, here's the furniture store, though, that's in the background that has Steve quite upset today. Because it, it says instead of furniture store, it says Rock and Coffee and uh, Lee's Music Shop. Was yeah, it J- Jim Jason, Lee's, Jason, Jason Lee's, Lee's Music, music Shop. Yeah, uh, but that's not what's there. It was what? It's a furniture cherry store. Cherry Log Antiques or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Cherry Log. <laughs> so Cherry Wood. Cherry something. So 
we then make our way around to the alleyway and and guys i gotta tell you of the jackson stuff to me the alley was the coolest that we were hanging out in even though it smelled terrible oh it was awful but you got used that quick i mean it's amazing can we talk about how amazing it is how quickly the human senses can adjust to smells and that sort of thing and just be okay with it it's your motivation yeah and also that kind of made a little wind tunnel so there's a cool breeze blowing that way the woman almost hit us and she drove through (laughs) but yeah and got to sit down on some steps um and it was just a really i I don't know there's just something about hanging out in an alley i always thought it does make you feel cool i understand why people hang out in alleys because it does make you feel cool maybe it's just me it's the size of the location yeah you know it's so it's it's down to human scale so you can be a big fish in a small pond sure but also i can't lie to you i also was thinking hey we're going to go take that other picture and then we're going to come back here for some jumbo wings and tenders um that has not happened because we weren't going anywhere near jackson until we did um (laughs) so we need to feed this guy you know i was sitting there thinking it's only like 10 in the morning it's almost one yeah i didn't realize that yeah we should probably probably go back for some jumbo wings and tenders i'm aware of lunch um There's a roadhouse shot of Ryan's. What is there, I wonder? I don't know, but... Jumbo wings and tenders. Sean O'Brien's... Are we going to stop at a roadhouse? Are they open? I don't see... I don't think they're open, guys. I think that's a party place. Yeah, I don't see any lights. No lights say open. Yeah, they're not open. They're... They went, they're closed. Yeah, they don't open until Thursday. So... They even open on Tuesday? Looks like Wednesday... Or Thursday, Friday, Saturday is all I see. I just saw closed Wednesday. Um... Anyhow, so yeah, we're not going to the Roadhouse, but they have a oh Thursday night seventy five wing special. Um, so we the alley was cool, and, and please check out the pictures on the alley because there's a lot of loitering that's going on there, and uh, we hope to be able to have our message to Shaz uh, plastered appropriately um, on the wall uh, from Team Steve. Team Steve. Um, so. <laughs> So then it was off to the country to to take some pictures. And again, as we discussed earlier in this episode on the show, Steve Bennett is serious about lining up these shots. Um, almost to the point that he almost got a smashed camera earlier as we were standing there. We, we drive out to this country road, and I'm no stranger to country roads, and I'm feeling right at home. I mean, it feels normal to me to be out place where you belong yeah yeah country road take me home but i you know i mean look i this look i was telling steve the other day that road looks like it's right down near where i used to live like i've driven on a road hundreds of times it looks just like that one so it's no problem bridge out ahead follow the detour route all right guys okay ladies and gentlemen this has just got real we are headed to a bridge that is out steve I think we can jump it. Everyone hold hands. I don't believe the bridge is out. I believe they're filming. Oh, it's, you think they're filming? It's all a ruse, you know, to get yeah. us to not. That's why we should have gone I down bet that stuff closed is, road yesterday. I bet stuff is flying out from under that bridge, too. Um, no, listen, knowing how things have gone on the roadways in Georgia lately, I guarantee you a bridge is out. Um, so we're out on the country road, and what we're doing is getting a shot that mimics a shot from the actual at this point, trailer for uh, Stranger Things Season 2. It's where the boys are on the road, and they're headed into what appears to be 
you know, just I mean the clouds, the maelstrom yeah, the maelstrom, is t- yeah, it's 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 not good. And uh, and we get those shots shots lined up. And Steve Bennett, now this is where Steve has gone all out. Steve got some bikes for this photo shoot stuff, guys. And this is and this is where and today we're going to go to the neighborhood where they flip the vans. We're gonna we're gonna do all this stuff. And um and so Steve and Chaz get on some bikes because Steve Glosson ain't gonna get on no bike. And, sure. Hey, and, we, we, there, there's some prognostication going on here. And so... We, we, we haven't gotten the bikes off the back yet. Right. And we go to the back, and, and I'm looking at the bikes, and one of them has a symbol for tools on it. Mm-hmm. And I said, we're going to need some tools for this. All right. Well, let me stop right okay, there. Okay, let's stop. And I want to back up. Steve, could you tell us about your morning yesterday before we got together? What did you do yesterday? I was up at about six o'clock mm-hmm. and i well i had gone to academy and picked up these two bikes yeah and we got a, a gmc yukon so that you know three grown men would have plenty of space right and when i got these bikes in the back there would be no space in the back sure I mean, we had the seats folded down and somebody would have tires in their lap so um i went back in and got a, a bike rack hitch rack um <laughs> and i think we, we met the first night right we headed yes on the expedition yep and and so you, you saw the cars in the back i said yeah tomorrow morning i'll get up early and i'll put that rack on the back and so about six o'clock i got up had breakfast went down to the home depot uh oh because i went out to the parking lot ripped open the box read what tools i needed mm-hmm. and so went to home depot yes yes got a couple of adjustable wrenches and sure went out into the parking lot of Home Depot that I kind of had to myself at 7 o'clock in the morning and started assembling the bike rack. Right, right. So you got you. So you so actually had to go to Home Depot and buy some wrenches? Well, I didn't just have to buy some wrenches. I got these two adjustable wrenches. I started putting them on, and they wouldn't stick mm-hmm. when I was tightening them up. And so I realized I needed 9 sixteenths. Yeah, so you went and got just a set of wrenches. So I ended up having to go back in there yeah. and get a set of wrenches. And then, Man. and then you went to the human bunny? Well, before that, I realized, well, now I need straps. Oh, so you so had to go back in I, and get I straps and stuff. three or four runs into yeah. that home okay. depot over the course of an hour trying to get All right. And then, you went, and then you went and saw the human bunny's grave? Yeah, so then okay. I went up, got the human bunny, and then mm-hmm. that's uh, when you started interrupting me. I apologize. Yes, I did. Apo- I do apologize for interrupting you. No know, mornings your- over coffee and contemplation. Right, and I'm sorry to interrupt your contemplation over the grave of the human bunny. Now, we flash back to today out on a country road. We get the bikes off the rack. You guys, I've lined up the shot. You guys are. Um, you guys are pulling the bikes off the rack, and we're we're getting ready to go. And, and so you take a little test run down the road, and, and Steve Bennett can't ride a bike for some reason. Number one, the chain had popped off, so we had to fix that. But then the other thing that we've noticed had happened is someone put this bike together in such a way or knocked something loose in such a way that the tire was rubbing up against the frame of the bike. The back it, it tire. It wasn't rubbing. It was smashing. It was, into yes. The, it, it would not turn. Right. And so now Shaz is using his fingers to try to loosen the bolts, the nuts on the, the bolts. The nuts on the bolts. Um, that are holding the tire on. He's using his bare hands, the strength of his bare hands to, uh, to do this. And at some point someone says, 
man, we need a wrench or something. Chad's like, we do need tools. We need a wrench or, and a, you know, at least a, at least an adjustable wrench of some sort. Uh huh. And, and, <laughs> and remember that sticker is on the bike that mm -hmm. said we needed those tools. Yeah. Just saying. And so Chaz is still using his fingers and everything, and Steve's like, yeah, too bad we don't have something like that. He's got to go on a. He's, he wondered if we need to send him on a tool run. Yeah, he's like, I guess we can go on a tool run. And so I look at Steve and I said, so how did you put together that bike rack yesterday? And Steve, Steve says, oh, I got wrenches in the truck, guys. And I knew he did. Hence is why I didn't say, hey, go get those wrenches you got. I just wanted to dawn on him. He, I said, how'd you put this bike rack together? Oh, I got, I got tools, guys. <laughs> it's so, so Steve runs up, and not only does he come back with an adjustable wrench, he comes back with that whole wrench set. I mean, and it took all of 30 seconds to get that thing readjusted and everything running right on that bicycle. You know why? Because we had the tools we needed to pull it off. And thanks, thanks to Team Steve and Steve Bennett, Guys, I can go on a tool run if I need to. Yeah, how about right back up to your truck? It's <laughs> how about a three-step run? Yeah, right yeah. There. How about open the door? <laughs> how about open the door and reach in and get him? That's a. I appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> we'll. Hey, no, it's okay. We'll wait right here. We're fine. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> So you guys rode up and down the road. What was it like getting on some bikes and riding? How long has it been since you've ridden a bike? I mean, is this something you do on a regular basis, Steve? Uh, you know, I taught English in Japan 20 mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. And there, for three years, I didn't have a car. So I rode bikes all the time. Okay. In the rain. Yeah. In the snow. And so I've avoided them mm -hmm. since then. Um, but in, And so, yeah, I think it's been 20 years. Oh, wow. So you're saying 20 years since you've been on a bike. Yeah. yeah. How was it for you? It was great. Yeah. You know, I, I think I'm going to keep this rack. I'm going to have to get a suitcase and fly it home with me. And, uh, you know, the family and I will be out doing more biking. I, this is, it was so much fun. All right. A step out by Steve Bennett. We'll see how this goes when this is aired. We'll, we'll do a follow-up with you to see how much you've been biking. Shaz, when was it? Yeah, I, I imagine you're on a bike all the time, Shaz. Uh, my bike broke about three years ago. Okay, so it's and been... And I haven't ridden since then. So it's so. been three years. So how yeah. was it for you to get back out on a oh, bike? It's fun. I like, yeah. I like riding a bike. Yeah. I don't look cool on it, but... Mm, well, you look you look cooler than me mm, no, getting on a bike. No, not really. Not really. So, um, here's the thing. Jessica it, says I look like the Wicked Witch of the West whenever I ride a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I can totally see it. Yeah, see? Um, <laughs> but, hey, you look better than an elephant balanced on a pinhead. I'll tell you that right now because old Fatty decided... I saw you guys and y'all. It really did look fun. I'm like, man, I want to ride a bike and see if I see if it's as great as I remember. It was fun, wasn't it? Well, no, it hurt my butt. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. I am too wide for these things. And in fact, when I got off, <laughs> when I did get off the bike, it did come off off the ground with me work because it got stuck pretty good. <laughs> when I went to go stand up, <laughs> when I went to go stand up, it did kind of come with me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you talk about a wedgie. I feel like I got a bicycle in my rear end. Well, you do, fatty. 
but I did go riding down the road a little bit. And and the thing is, is once I got that, once I got it into a gear that was comfortable, I was good to go, man. I I I, I wouldn't have enjoyed riding a long distance, but it did bring back some memories of it's it's a little. I need a I need a taller bike though. Yeah, I think it's a 26 inch. Is yeah, what we were on it, and and the 28 inch would be nice. You think two inches will make the difference? It makes a big difference. Huh? It makes a big difference. Maybe uh, raise that does, the that seat a little bit. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a long a long way, but I guess if you raise the seat up, and maybe a softer seat. Maybe I need the old banana seat. Maybe I need to go to the girls' bike. Well, maybe that big wide seat, like in the pawn shop. Yes, yes, yes. Just a good old. Yeah. Well, hey. Well, have you guys heard of those like rev bikes that you like? You can pedal and charge up. And then you can actually turn them on to actually do the work for you. So, like, you can go you can go as fast or as slow as you want to, pedal as little or as much as you want to. And um, they're supposed to be really cool. They're expensive. But I'm like, I could do something like that and just pedal for as far as I can and then turn around and let it just carry me back on its own power. That'd be good. Pedal downhill and make it carry you uphill. That's right. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So, um, so yeah, so now where are we headed now? going to try to track down the gate and fences to the lab hawkins lab okay this is are we so are we about to go trespassing again um i just got a warning from the car um hold on a second let me let me correct your question sir yeah you you asked again that implies that we've been trespassing listen i've established what we we are saying is we are we are going to try to get to a place mm-hmm. that we are able to get to. All right. Well, here's what I want to do before we come off of this particular sequence. Shaz, would you do the honor of opening and doing a reading from the Tops Trading Card Series Batman Series 1? Now, Steve yesterday presented me with several packs of these that are unopened, and I'm going to maintain two packs that will stay unopened for all time as far as as long as i have them but the others will be opened and uh shuffled into a set and a collection of batman cards that i already have but i'm just really stoked about this so shaz a random reading from batman series one by tops if you will a reading batman series one card 22 Ooh, 22 the setup Ooh, what's two it ruthless evil men what are you Gotham crime boss Carl Grissom and his top lieutenant, the wily, sardonic Jack Napier. Mm. You. I want you to handle this operation <laughs> personally, Grissom hisses. Mm. He's referring to the Axis Chemical Company and their plan to break in, trash the place, make off with the books, and call it industrial espionage. Jack is uneasy. He doesn't suspect that the plan is actually a setup with himself as the fall guy. Grissom's been tipped off that Jack is having an affair with Grissom's beautiful girlfriend, Alicia, and seeks revenge. A woman? So, wow, how about... Be continued on card 23, Bruce and Wayne Manor. How about there's a lot on those cards, on those Batman cards? That's a lot. What does the picture look like on the front? Oh, it's Jack. You are my number one guy. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. So we are now headed to uh, lunch, and um, and then we are headed to trespass. So uh, thank you guys for – why am I thanking everyone for joining us? We got 
we got more expedition to go and listen uh, to this musical interlude it could get dangerous so yeah listen to this musical interlude uh brought to you by your friends at i don't know we'll figure something out brought to you by your friends at tops as is all of geek out loud this episode and uh, that reading brought to you by tops some classic tops cards there in the form of those batman cards and uh, that was a freshly opened pack by the way of batman cards and uh and shaz did a great job with that reading now uh you want to know a little bit about tops you already know about tops they are the name in both sports and non-sports card collecting and trading go to www.tops.com right now check out all of their available card series including the journey to the last jedi trading card set featuring uh scenes from across the entire star wars saga including the television series Clone Wars and Rebels, as well as new content from the upcoming Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. Now, also right now at Tops.com, they've got some exclusive sets they're selling online uh, to commemorate Rebels Season 4. There's a timer on this now, so it's just a few days or until supplies run out, and uh, you're guaranteed an autograph card when you buy a box of those. So check that out at Tops.com. And don't forget about all of their Tops trading card apps. Of course you know about Star Wars Card Trader. And um, I'm working on getting a Geek Out Loud Trader uh, account set up so we can so you can trade with Geek Out Loud whenever you want to there. But they also feature The Walking Dead, NFL, WWE, MMA, NHL, soccer, and of course, Major League Baseball. Visit Tops.com to check out their online exclusive merchandise like the aforementioned Rebels set and rediscover Tops. Tops, the story of collecting lasts a lifetime. This is Ursher. All right, so we have one more segment left in this expedition. Uh, it's a segment after lunch, and I, I will mention, I don't know if we mentioned this segment or not, uh, Steve was kind enough to buy lunch once we finally stopped at some little international cuisine place, and uh, they were all excited because, you know, they had jerk chicken. What they did not have was jumbo wings and tenders, and I, I realized I got... Jackson confused with Lithia Springs recently because I'm thinking I could just drive down and go get some jumbo wings and tenders. But you see, Lithia Springs, 45 minutes away, is where Tiffany's is. Jackson, eh, it's a couple of hours. So those jumbo wings and tenders are just out of reach. I think I know what we're doing for Shaz's birthday trip this year, though. Jumbo wings and tenders. Uh, if you're listening live right now at mixer.com slash geekoutloud, then you heard... Uh, then you heard, then you saw at least in the chat. I believe there were over ten references to food in that whole section. Glosson was hungry. Glosson recognized it was time to eat. the the team The other team members of the expedition did not recognize that so much. And if you ever see us all side by side, in fact, if you lined us up with me in the middle, we'd look like one hundred and one. That's I mean because you can tell that those guys don't think about food all that very much. Or if they do, they, uh, they're able to just handle it better than I am, I guess. Maybe it's a self-control thing. Ursher. Let's get into the rest of this. The final segment. And a surprise. When we stumbled onto a surprise. On the Stranger Things Expedition. Okay, so here we are. It's over. It's done with. I had to walk three 
100 miles um, up and, and down hills at Stone Mountain, Georgia today. He would walk 300 more. I will walk 300 All right, so here's the deal. Remember we were talking about jumbo wings? Never got them. Um, <laughs> he got hibachi chicken at a Caribbean restaurant. <laughs> Well, it was an international. You pointed out it was international. It said international, yeah. but it was mostly Caribbean. It was mostly Caribbean. And, Caribbean um, grill. Caribbean grill. Now you're searing no my fear. Um, all right, so what a day, gentlemen. What a day it's been. You know, yesterday uh, on day one, the last thing ended up being the really big exciting thing you know hawkins middle and everything yeah hawkins um, middle the big the big sign when we approached it it's like wow man yeah. this is it this is the pinnacle of the day and it was a great you know middle of our expedition right and so what's really interesting is we i feel like we started off strong in downtown hawkins and yes. and and we went out to the country and filmed some shots riding on bikes we did the bicycles on the, the well and then and so that's what we've talked about and then from there we uh that's when we took the long trip to lunch and and totally forgot because it happened on air that we forgot we were in jackson gentlemen i say we meaning the two of you up front Um, hey look up here they've got the same kind of city square (laughs) where did we go so after 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 lunch the, the 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 fences Yes. All right. So here we go. So we were going to the fences. As you watch Stranger Things, and there's the big chain link fence with the razor wire around the top that circles the perimeter of the uh, of the energy facility, Hawkins Lab. Right. Hawkins Lab. Um, Lucas goes. Lu- Lucas goes with his bike and keeps getting turned around with the compass. Yes. And scales the tree and has his binoculars and is looking at the lab over this fence right and so we are there at the fence it's a water treatment plant sewage treatment plant that's what they say it's not labeled that as a matter of fact what the label says is stop well they also had a lot of (laughs) (laughs) you are not invited do not proceed any further i mean like it couldn't be more clear as to don't come here if you're not a friend you aren't invited you're not employed here or you don't have an invite yeah Stop. Yeah, if Turn this around. is not your wedding venue. But so I what did, did we do, Steve? We kept going. Oh, that other <laughs> Steve, yeah. Steve Bennett's just like, I'm going, fellas. Well, I was hoping there would be a gate guard to sweet talk up mm-hmm. there, but it was not. It was remote. It was an electronic gate. That was open, the first part, but you end up into an enc- in- enclosure. In- There's like a fence yes. enclosure. And I told you as we pulled up, like, if you pull in there, it's going to close behind you. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. They're going to trap you. And they're going to experiment on you. So <laughs> it's Hawkins Lab. So Bennett decides, well, I'm going to turn around. Now, I did notice, fellas, I don't know if y'all noticed this because, and I didn't point it out because, you know, it's not like you would have paid attention. On the fence, on the other side of the fence, on the, on, on the, on the fence, they had different awards. They've won golden awards and platinum awards at oh, this water at treatment the, facility. At the second fence that yeah, was closed. Right. I did see those, and yeah, I heard you say of, that. I mean, yes. like prestigious. The Platinum Award for Excellence. I mean, come on. That means you could drink that water when I mean, they're through with it. Concertina wire around the fence is shiny. That's right. They keep it polished. Hey, you know, it did. It was a good-looking fence. But um, so you begin to turn around. And about that time, from the other side of the closed fence, 
on the road, here comes a white truck. Let me interrupt right Go here. Go for it, please. Because as, as that stop sign says everything is being monitored at this point, and we will come. We will. They didn't say we will prosecute you. No, but, just said, we, said we will be. You know, constant surveillance is constant what it was saying. Surveillance, you, right? You're not coming on if we don't want you on. Right. It was very clearly stated. So we start to turn around, and immediately there's the truck. Mm-hmm. Now, Bennett, what were your thoughts? Were you like you were? Let's get the heck out of Dodge. I, well, we had I had pulled uh, caddy cornered mm-hmm. in, into the drive so that Jazz <laughs> could get some pictures. We yeah, had the windows rolled. By out. the way, yeah, and Jazz just keeps snapping as that truck's pulling out of the corner. <laughs> He's like, "Say cheese." What do you expect me to do at that point? Hey, Just quit? Hey, Mr. Truck Driver, say cheese. <laughs> Industrial espionage. He was, he was coming, and I just wanted to make sure I didn't start moving until Shaz has all the shot, had all the shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we start pulling on out, and dude doesn't turn around. He follows us right on down the road and come to find out he was just headed to lunch. Yeah, just heading to lunch. That's so all. we so we think. Um, I got a great Caribbean place he could have gone and eaten. Um, it's down the road a ways. Uh, so, so we didn't have to get out and walk around there, but God forbid we don't walk around today. We made up for that for, because from there we left and we put in, go ahead. No, uh, before we did that, we made another bike trip. Oh, that's right. That's right. We did go to the neighborhood wherein they flip the van where, where 11 flips the van over the kids. This was, this was a very fun find when we got down into this area because, I, we've, we've, we discovered something I didn't think would be there. The satellite dish uh-huh. in the backyard. I did not expect a satellite dish to be there. As a matter of fact, when we're pulling up, I see little direct TV or dish TV things up on top of the house. I was like, there's no way there's going to be a satellite dish down there. Sure enough, there's a satellite dish well, in you the know backyard. Those old, you know, those old satellite dishes, what do you do with them if you had them back in the day? They're, they're pretty well established down into the ground. Like, I mean, they're permanent structures almost. They are so. You 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 know you what you do is you build a platform and make a nice Star Wars exhibit there, like it's shooting at the uh, the shield for the Death Star. I was going to say like it's the forest moon of Endor. Yeah. So the the thing is, is this is a this is a, an inhabited neighborhood that we're in. It is uh, there are 315. people three fifteen. So school's getting out. People are going up and down the road, and here comes three grown men. <laughs> Walking around with a camera like, let's take pictures of these people's homes. And uh, we got a picture of you guys riding down the road on your bike uh, right where the the van flip takes place. I mean, it is the angle and everything. And I did a great job of getting that shot. You, you did a great job of getting We scout the location. We see this, you know, and we're like, you're going to have to stand over there. This is going to work. We're unloading the bikes. And I noticed in the driveway of the house who in whose yard you're going to have to stand. Mm-hmm. There's a white, There's a white van. van. <laughs> I'm like, just go knock on the door, ask them if you could stand in the yard, and then say, now, could you drive the white van toward us? <laughs> yes, just we, drive we at us. We didn't go right, through No, we didn't that. do that. That would have been cool, though. trailer on that van. Yeah. Well, it looked but like they were doing unhitched. some work. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we got the shot, and I'm thinking, all right, we're done here. We're done. No, look at that house. That's where they turn, they turn a corner there. <laughs> And suddenly this expedition has become something I was not expecting. The mi- cried. The minutia of, uh, of Stranger Things. And bless Steve, Steve, bless your heart, because, like, you guys, I took some shots of you guys coming down the road, and you're like, here, you do it. we got to get it for posterity's sake. 
And like you just wanted me to be a part of it, and I really greatly appreciate it. But at some point, I'm like, well, my posterity ain't gonna handle this bike seat right up it again. <laughs> but we got on it. I got on it and rode, and man, that was something else. I tell you what was really handy, you know, just having Netflix on our on our phones. Right. We, we could pull it up and run straight to the scene. And, yeah. So uh, if you go to the scene where they're running from the bad guys. And um, they're on their bikes, and they they turn a corner. That's where we were, and then on down that road, in the exact on that exact same road where they turn that corner, is uh, that's where they're riding out, and that's where the van comes at them, and they flip the van over. And it's really a, I tell you what, man, they make the road look a lot smoother and a lot nicer than that road actually looks. You know, when you see it on TV, that was a ganked up little street. You're actually kind of in a dip in the road yeah there that's the other thing yeah it seems pretty straight yeah oh I, I i could tell it was a dip in the road on the tv yeah well no. when you know what to look for but i'm telling you when i as you i didn't was notice watching that when you were watching it no didn't notice it until just then today and now i'll never be able to unsee it huh. so there was a possibility that was looming over us this entire trip what's and, the possibility and that was the possibility of the railroad track location. Oh yeah. Um, that Steve, you knew was at Stone Mountain, and you even said, you know, if we have time, we'll go and we'll ride a train. They've got there's a train that goes around Stone Mountain. Right. And uh, and we'll go do that, and we can maybe kind of as we're riding try to figure out where they were, because you don't want to walk all the way around Stone Mountain. Well, maybe you do, <laughs> but I do not. Steve just wants to ride to the top on the skyline. Oh, man, I wish we would have done that, by the way. And, um, well, Shaz, how impressive is Stone Mountain? That is the biggest rock I've ever seen it's in my life. It's a big old rock. It's a big rock. Yeah. It is one big rock, just one mm-hmm. big rock. What's it called? Stone Mountain. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the formation. What's it I'm called? Just, oh, uh, uh, dome, dome, dome Rock. A dome Rock, yeah. Biggest dome rock in the year. That's what it was called. Right. It's a mountain of stone. It's stone just, thank you. Yeah. I, I didn't mean what its name was. I mean, what's the a dome rock? Largest one in North America. Biggest so dome rock in North America. Right. I know we, in Texas we got the second enchanted rock yeah. outside of Boston. Yeah. All right. So we're there at Stone Mountain. And unfortunately, the train doesn't run on Mondays. But also, unfortunately, it also doesn't run on Tuesdays. Right. And it is Tuesday right Tuesday. now as we record. That's still correct. Tuesday. Because i got to tell you, I feel it's like it's Monday, Monday. Twice for Steve already. I feel like it's Monday. I feel like it's Monday, fellas. So did that guy going home from work earlier um, in yeah. downtown Atlanta. So, um, but we find out it doesn't run during the week. Let's say it that way. And it only was running on the weekends. Well, we miss Comedy Gold because that train apparently is not just a old school ride a train around stone mountain that train has a kid feature to it where you're looking for dinosaur bones as you ride along and it's like well hey children let's find an arm bone and then you all yell and that and so i just would have loved to have been the and and based on the number of people that were there at stone mountain today the only people on that train would have been myself steve bennett team steve and Shaz Bazaar from Techno Retro Dads. And had someone tried to make us hunt for dinosaur bones. Guys, I got to tell you, I would have been 100% all in. <laughs> 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 it 
and I would have wanted to record every moment that would of have been it. The thing, because we would have had to record on the train. Yes. At this point. Yes. Why well, you guys sorry, are? Like, guys, I think we all missed that, and we know you are sorry also. And because we just imagine like going down the train, and you guys are like, all right, I think maybe that this look, look at this tree here, maybe coming up. That's probably where they were walking. Look at this. Look at the way this patch has grown over here. And I'd have been like, there's a femur. <laughs> I found the femur. Can we put the dinosaur together yet? <laughs> like, because let's be honest, on this particular trip, the first person to get distracted from Stranger Things every time we go somewhere has been Steve Glosson. Hey guys, look at these graves. Hey, there's a dinosaur exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, these cars have been burned. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there were there were cars burnt in this location. Now, granted, granted, you guys. Listen. What are you talking about filming locations? 1777. Uh, <laughs> They're all named Shropshire. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Oh man, we miss Momo, but she went on in and we put her down right next to Will, where he was buried. But it wasn't really Will, it was just a fake dummy. Oh, we also mentioned off mic how cute it is that everywhere we go and people are actually doing these, you know, where people are actually working at some of these filming locations, they're like, they're calling it a movie, that they filmed a movie, the little movie. And, Did you see that movie they yeah. filmed? Did you like it when those things flew out of there? Yeah. yeah, those movies. Well, you know, when those things flew out of there, I saw it happened. I saw, you know, you should have seen that happen. And, and gosh, I want, of course, we've already covered it. And I just can't get over how you guys were like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't remember that in Stranger Things happening. And come find out. Stranger Things 2, things are going to come flying out of the library, everybody. So, so, so y'all get ready for that. It's going to be awesome. Something's going to come flying out of that library. I don't know what it is. It's things, though. It's them things that come and flying out. Flying slow. Oh, I, I wish Momo was still. I wish Momo was still here to see that. She was a Stranger Things fan. If she knew that she was laying right next to where they put old Will in the ground, woo, she'd be over the moon. God love her. So, uh, so, so Steve we, never gets distracted or off topic. Oh no, that's so, what we're saying. So we head to Stone Mountain, and uh, and it was fun to kind of walk around until we had to come back up the hill to uh, to get back to the car. But we also found, and once again, guys, my I, it kicks in on me. We get there; they're not running the train, so we walk just down kind of to the railroad tracks. Steve is wanting to. Steve Bennett is wanting to get on the railroad tracks at some point somehow and, and just walk a little ways to see what we can see and i'm at the point i'm like well let's just hop the rail guys there's not a train coming today there's hardly anyone in the park they're not going to stop us and seems like well where there's blatantly a fence we don't want to go over that where they're blatantly blocking off pedestrian traffic at this point everything has radically switched Right, right. Now, uh, Steve is scared or is ready to do anything and everything, and Steve and I are backing out. We want to do it, but we, we want to do it in some other way that we can actually get well, away I with. I almost forced you guys into it because I did almost jump that little chain and like, all right, I'm going this way. Y'all can go where you want to. <laughs> the 
So we went, but we did find a place where you could kind of get on the tracks, and we walked down a ways into the woods and everything. Yeah, they and, had the area near the depot pretty well chained off. Yeah. But we walked out near the uh, uh, portico and the lawn where the laser show is. And Now, hey, and I'll tell you this. By the way, had you wanted to get it all the way around the mountain, if you'd have told me then instead of when we got back in the car, oh, they've got these great little dinosaur bone moments and everything, I'd have been like, well, let's keep going. Let's see those. That would have been, I would have, I would have walked all the way around that, that big old thing just to see all the dinosaur bones. No, you wouldn't have, Steve. Here's what would have happened. We would have gotten to the exact opposite side. You said, I'd, I'm tired. I'm going back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the way back. I'll just meet y'all back up at the car. Which corner? Is <laughs> That's right. Corner? Yeah. It's a round rock, Glosson. We're, we're, you're screwed, buddy. Um, so as we, uh, as we left Stone Mountain, and we got some pictures down there on the railroad tracks and everything, which is great. You can check those out. It's going to be picture number 792.7-3. Um, uh, now comes the interesting point. Because you guys, Steve, you were worried based on some stuff you'd seen on YouTube about going to the actual location where they shot some exteriors of the plant. I don't know if they actually shot interiors there. The lab, yeah. Yeah. Um, And you were nervous based on some things, or you were uncertain of how much we'd be able to see. I was uncertain because I saw a YouTube video where a couple of guys were being turned at a gate. Right. And it was a drop-down arm over the road gate. Oh, wow. And they were denied access. Mm -hmm. And then the film cut, and the next thing you see these two guys driving a little closer to the building than they were before mm-hmm. saying we're really not supposed to be down here but uh here we are and here don't let them see the camera but here here's the building yeah and that was about the extent of the video were they there during filming perchance do you think i don't i don't know what this... was going on there and i had well maybe mm-hmm. but because no. the sense that i got today is is we could have just about had full run to drive around anywhere had there been nothing else going on. Like, had it just been regular school taking we place at Emory. We have told them what we saw when we... I know, that's well, I'm, I'm building you up. Know, and, and part of the thing is, maybe that gate's down if nothing is going on there. That's true, too. So, as we're pulling in, there's activity happening in the parking lot of this building at Emory University. And you guys noticed something that says base camp. Yeah, base camp is, is over to the, the right. <clears throat> there's a big yellow sign, base camp, mm-hmm. arrow to the right. And there's a guard over there. But the gate to the left is wide open. Right. So rather than go right, Steve goes left, which is the right thing to do. And we come on down and we begin to see trucks marked Hollywood. What was it? Hollywood, Hollywood trucks. Hollywood trucks. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> Easy enough to remember. Um, Hollywood trucks and... You guys started talking about Base Camp being a brand name of something, and I'm like, that makes no sense, but okay. And um, we park here at this at this building, and, and we're... Well, the trucks are not merely trucks. They're Hollywood trucks. They're, they're trailers. And there are production yes, trailers and, there, yeah. And it's obvious someone's filming something Something's right here. Something's going on on this location. <laughs> now, today. Right. So, to find out what that is, tune in next time. No. Um... <laughs> So we're walking, and, and, and Steve has decided he's not going to bring his camera. You know, that way he doesn't look too conspicuous. Smart move on your part, sir. 
But Steve also has got his Indiana Jones hat on like he likes it. And again, he's got this semi-official look like he belongs in this area. And he's walking with me with a Hawaiian shirt on that looks like, oh, this is a slob that is his assistant that will never amount to anything. And then there's Shaz, who has a look about him as well. So, and we're... And we're also a look. Mm-hmm. A look. Well, you're you're we're somewhere not sure between what the look is. you're somewhere between official and a slob, <laughs> um, and we're walking like we belong somewhere, you know, and uh, and we come over and and I look down and there's we're up at one level and then there's there's another level down a ways from us where there's some parking. Oh well, first there was that security guard. Yes, and we're walking by and you're like, you guys, do you think we should go to base camp first? And I look at you oh, like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> what? I, I think do we want to see John? Do we, do we need to go talk to John at base camp, or do we go in? Oh, I didn't I, hear that part. Oh, yeah, I, no. I was pulling a Shaz and Steve and not listening. All I heard was, do you guys think we need to go to base camp or go on in? And I'm thinking, people, no, we don't go to base camp. So you, you were you were thinking a serious thing. Yeah, I was and, thinking. And I was thinking, no, let's just go towards the building. I was thinking you're going to get us kicked out of here. Well, what that did is there was a security guard who heard you say that, and when we responded in the negative, like, oh, let's go on over here, he thought because we were watching walking with such determination and dismissal of him, as though it was totally cool. I even said hello to him in a friendly way, and so it wasn't like. We, there was such a comfort about us being there. And guys, had I had two more minutes, had I had two more minutes, we'd have been inside that building because I was getting close to the I don't give a Duke status, as happens at these locations. But it resets every time. So we're standing there. We stood there. That was the problem. Yeah, we're standing it, there outside holding, the building. holding area for extras just inside the door. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, go stay, go stay. Do we go in or do we just stand out here I, I didn't know because i wasn't sure what i really wanted to do right i wanted to get pictures of the building but yes. i didn't see the location i was looking for right well, there either you were also hung up with what you saw in that lower tier parking lot. well i was i got hung up that. quick i got hung up yeah. quick because my mind started saying well what are they filming here because you guys were still in stranger things mode and i'm like no that's done they're ready to put that out on netflix and i look three is coming up yeah, but they but they're not filming that they yet. They have to always get some leaves off the trees. It's yeah. always in the fall. It's they're filming that next in the month. Fall that they're doing so. We knew it was something. I didn't think it but was Stranger Things. Too many trees on the campus. The lady in downtown Hawkins. So that's what had me thinking. Yeah, but the lady in, they were doing some pickups or something, or the, not pickups, but uh, primary. The lady in downtown Hawkins really. told us they'd be back next month. Yeah, but yeah. that was in Jackson. I understand. So I was thinking maybe something was going on here. So I looked down. And I guess I was still in Stranger Things mode, too, until I see a school bus down in that parking lot. San Francisco? San Francisco United School District, yeah. it says. And I look at you guys, I'm like, oh, this is the this is the set for Ant-Man and Wasp. Well, no, before you said Ant-Man and Wasp, you said San Francisco United School District. And, and I looked down there, I was like, wait a second, that makes no sense to be here. Right, not you if you're just not if it's discovered Stranger, something. Right, not if it's Stranger Things. And then, and then and I then said, say, <laughs> I said this may be the Ant Man set. Then I see part I next to you. it. Part next to it is a few other vehicles. One is like a tactical type vehicle. Yeah, some big ugly Mercedes. Yeah, and there's a couple other just normal vehicles. But then there's this brown van. 
mm-hmm. and it's got a paint job on it this time, and it says XCON, which looks like it looks like a little Terminator's um, ter- exterminator symbol. Yeah, but it's just funny to be called XCON because it's the dudes. It's Michael Pena's brown van from Ant Man. I look, I'm like, that's their van, guys. This is Ant Man the Wasp. But yeah. about that time, here comes old security Friendly guard. Security guy. He's like, are you guys with the production? And gentlemen, I gotta quote Chaz on this. Anytime someone asks you, are you with the production, say yes. <laughs> that was after the fact. Yeah, because we said no, because we're honest people. And uh, and he never, like, he just kind of him hauled around. He did not want to ask us to leave, y'all. No, no. He, 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 we told him, you know, we're here because we want to take pictures of the building. We want to yeah. see the building from Stranger Things. He's like, oh, okay, okay. He said, well... It's like, and then it's, it's like, what what are they filming here? Isn't that what you said? No, I looked at him. I said, I said, so what are they filming here? He said, uh, it's a Marvel movie. I said, uh, he said, what are we filming? He kind of him on. I said, you can't tell us, can you? He's like, it's a Marvel movie. I said, all right, it's Ant-Man and Wasp. And he just kind of looked like, okay, I see what you're doing here, fatty. And I said, you've got to ask us to leave, don't you? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, it's no problem, man. It's no problem. We understand. And he was like, and he was just relieved, like, oh, thank God. I don't know if he thought we could take him or what. Or maybe he's like, they're going to let the fat one sit on me. I don't know if that's what he was looking at. Well, maybe some people are jerks whenever they get asked to leave. Oh, sure they are, every time. Well, and I think the thing that triggered that, we were standing there, and this bus pulled up. Yeah. And we're right next to the to the extras. Oh, yeah, you guys are convinced there was a busload of extras there, and they were trying to clear us out. I think y'all put way too much stock in what was going on when that bus pulled up. There's no public buses running in a place. That where bus looked empty, out. is what I'm telling you. To me, the I, bus I, looked I, empty. I saw people. I, I thought I saw like uniforms. No, like high school uniform kids. I, well, that's what I thought. I thought it was, it was people in white shirts and and slacks. Okay. So, I but I just thought there were people coming home from work or something and riding the bus. But oh. well, it, who knows? Again, it wouldn't have been a public bus right in the middle of a place where people were being told to leave mm, i see that's what's really interesting i don't know so no i think it was a charter okay so so they were clearing us out so they get those people off the bus is what you're telling me and from the direction they came they came through the closed gate mm, no I, okay are you sure yeah yeah because the way are, we came are you serious we Clark? had to go in from they came in from the right we came in from the left i thought they just came in and looped around from where we were at no you can't you couldn't get to that road from where we were at okay so there you go so we we held up product we held up production of ant-man because the, the kind security guard did not want us to ask us to go away and uh but i did as he was talking again and they were talking i'm like well i got to turn around and take a picture of this so i, I snapped a picture from a long distance away it didn't turn out the greatest but you can see all the various vehicles yeah, down well, I there i took a wrong turn on the way out sure you did sure you did and so we were able to see the the vehicles again and um and i you know we didn't quite get the stranger things location snapped a picture of but we kind of got an ant-man and wasp but honestly we saw, we saw that underpass the problem was we were that the security guard was parked under there and he was leaning into the window talking and we were so focused on that that it was only right after i pulled up that we were, wait a minute, wasn't that the underpass that goes under the building? Sure enough, it was. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, la- the final stop is, is 
in a way, just as exciting to me as yesterday's final stop. I mean, yeah, yesterday was was the midpoint, you know, mm-hmm. at the at the evening of the first day, big Hawkins moment. Yeah. At the morning of the second day, big Hawkins moment, and then to conclude at the end of all this Stranger Things stuff, by, another movie to by start stumbling chasing into locations. a Marvel movie. Yeah, St- we stumbled into a Marvel movie, fellas. So next week, <clears throat> next oh. week on stumbling into movies. Uh, yeah, so it's just really a neat, neat thing. And uh, I, I was, yeah, I, I've never done anything like this before. I got to tell you, I think I'm more of a one-day expedition, take a break, and come back in two days kind of guy than a two-day in row expedition guy. Oh, I don't know. You got to make the commitment for a couple of days. It's hard to, to travel so far for, you know, That's two true. separate occasions. So I you, understand. You make the trip all at once. I understand what you're saying. But, but I got to say, it was very well prepared. You talk about a packed day each day. We had it completely filled both days. Steve Bennett, if I wasn't holding a microphone in my hand right now, I would start a round of applause for you. And uh, because that's true, you had it. You had it planned out. You had it worked out. And so many times on this particular trip, you talked about how you researched everything. And, and looked into everything. And then at one point you're like, I didn't get to finish. I was so busy, I didn't get to research all I wanted to. Well, that was true. There were, uh, the, the week before I came over here, I intended to go through Netflix and grab some more screenshots so we could line up pictures a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I think since we had re- reception and we're able to pull up right. Netflix on the fly, that made it pretty easy. Yeah. So I, I think it... Could not have gone any better. Yeah. Shaz, highlight and low light of the trip for you? <sighs> really? Yeah. I don't know, man. Hawkins Middle School is a big deal, but then downtown was also kind of amazing. I got I got to say, the, the biggest thing about today was talking to people and finding out more about what goes on whenever they take over your town, and then you find out all the other things that are upcoming in season two and season three and it makes me want to show back up for some more just walking on filming locations that could happen <laughs> yeah could happen yeah you don't mean like them things flying outdoors and everything I, when they're telling the, you about things the, yeah that's some yeah. of the stuff that's funny uh steve bennett highlight low light my highlight i think was probably last night when um, we climbed up on the bars to look in the mm-hmm. windows into yeah. the gym and uh, you could see that tiger mural, and you could see the entrance into the gym where the rally was and everything. Because that was something that was last minute I learned about those windows. Mm. The uh, it was I, I was watching a couple of uh, YouTube videos on locations just to see if I could pick up any additional detail that right. you might miss when you're because when you're out scouting, you're just looking around, you know, exploring the places, and um, you look for things, but you don't always find anything. Mm. So. Part of the study is, you know, read up on what the folks found before you and make sure you don't miss that stuff at a minimum. Right. And then try to find more. Mm-hmm. So, well, that was a big one for me. Yeah. Well, highlight for me, I think, was literally pulling up yesterday to Hawkins Middle School and seeing that. Of course, I did like the burger at Tiffany's, a.k.a. Tina's. Um Benny's Burgers. Benny's Burgers, yeah, that was a good burger. Um, low light, uh, I don't know, having a having a bike stuck up my rear end, I guess, guys. <laughs> no, not fun. pawn shop guy. <laughs> pawn shop guy was a low light, was a low light. 
So uh, well, I, I think my low it was probably you know whenever you're denied access to right. something that you wanted to see, so right. hoppers, you know, they, not being able to get out there to the pond, oh, sure, kind of bummy. But yeah, but then there's the mystery expected. of the burned out cars, guys. There's yeah. the mystery of that. So, Which I know some of y'all are just convinced that some rednecks came up here and did that. I'm starting to think that maybe it was uh, two days ago when they were filming Ant-Man and Wasp down that road. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think so? That may be they the blew case. Up a couple cars right there. May be the case. May be the case. All right. Well, uh, it's been great. It's been fun. And uh, this is going to, I believe, kick off our week of Stranger Things, watching through Stranger Things, Stranger Watch-Throughs, if you will, uh, here on Geek Out Loud in the old Goldiverse. And we thank you, Australian Siri. Siri. Australian Siri's got to take us to a place to get a drink. Siri Newton-John, yeah. And uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll do some bona fides and wrap up in studio. And so we will do our bona fides and wrap up in studio. I want to say a huge thank you to Steve Bennett who made all of this trip possible. He was the producer, he was the planner, he scouted all the locations, he did all the research. He he basically funded the trip, you know, with the providing transportation and bikes and a bike rack and as you heard tools and um and so thank you so much, Steve Bennett of Team Steve and, uh, and generous Patreon supporter at that. Illustrious member of the Superhero Legion known as Team Steve. Steve has the ability to show up when and where. It's the coolest for him to show up. Drive a celebrity for three hours to the airport? Steve Bennett. Run into internet famous people while enjoying a trip with his wife and kids? Steve Bennett. Deceptively cool, smoother than Billy Dean sauna, and equipped with the power of persuasion that would make Professor X jealous. Steve doesn't have to fight crime. He just convinces it to stop in its tracks and turn itself in. Like a Jedi mind trick. Only better. Team Steve! And also I want to thank Shaz Bazaar. Shaz, uh, as I said at the outset of this, has become, in the past year and a half, someone I count as uh, as a really, really dear friend. And, um, and I greatly appreciate him. Uh, just kind of coming on board with this and, um, you know, hanging out with me and to, to, with someone at that point who was a stranger to him. And, um, and we just had such a good time. Really, really did. Check out Shaz Bazaar's work at technoretrodads.com. And uh, he and Jedi Schwa do a fantastic job over there uh, with the work they do. I've said it before and I mean it with everything that, that what, what Techno Retro Dads is, is everything that I ever wanted gold to be. So, you know, they're doing Geek Out Loud right over at Techno Retro Dads. And, uh, man, I, I, th- it's this thing of I really, truly, truly, truly would love to do something like this again. And um, and while we were in the chat, those of us live at Mixer.com slash Goldiverse, uh, Roth in Wyoming. Let me know that we could go there and see where Rocky trained for Rocky Four, And that now has me desirous to do a Rocky uh, expedition, Rocky Four expedition um, in, uh, in, in Wyoming. As long as I don't have to run up a mountain, it's fine. It's all good stuff. Um, as, as for me, check out uh, the blog. You can go to geekoutonline.com slash stranger. Geekoutonline.com 
com slash stranger and you can and there will be all the different chapters of the stranger things expedition blog where we're posting these pictures we talked about they are not numbered as we thought they would be because for some reason i was thinking we'd have to do a Flickr account or get an instagram devoted to them that sort of thing and then it hit me i have a blog where i can put these pictures and so we're arranging them there on the blog uh almost a chapter a day by by the time stranger things 2 is out on netflix uh the blog will uh be complete and you'll and you'll have each uh each location there um then the pictures of us there and some reference pictures within those blog posts so please check that out and as always if you want to support the shows it's amazon.com links at geek out online and geekoutpodcast.com fandango links uh right now to buy your last jedi tickets uh they've got a free special poster with your ticket purchase that that's going on until the 23rd of October. And as we said, tops.com right now, check them out for their special exclusive rebels, uh, commemorative set that they have, uh, out right now. Uh, you can check it out. It, it's limited at the time of this recording. Um, you're talking about, Oh, four days remaining. And what it is, it's a tops on demand set. It's tops on demand. Number 10, Star Wars Rebels Season 4 preview set is a Tops On Demand online exclusive, showcasing the most pivotal characters and special guest stars from the show. And as I think I understand, there's, there is guaranteed in each box uh, one, uh, one signature card, one autograph card. So, um, so head over to Tops.com and check that out. Uh, by the time this is posted, you'll probably have, well, four days uh, to check it out. So make sure that you get over there. And you do that. And if you order, if there's a place, leave comments. Let them know you heard about it on Geek Out Loud. And uh, thank them for their support of the, the, the entire Goaliverse. Check out all of our Goaliverse shows. Follow us on Twitter at Geek Out Loud. You can follow the entire Goaliverse at Goaliverse. Join the Facebook group, please. We're having a great time over there. The Guardians of the Goaliverse on Facebook. Get there easily by going to geekoutonline.com slash group. And, uh, and, and we appreciate everyone who's, who's been joining in the conversation there. If you want to support the shows directly, patreon.com slash geek out loud. Um, wow. I, you know, I know it's been a long show for everyone listening and, and, and for those of you who've been listening here, um, I, I hope to do more things like this in the future. It was, uh, it was fantastic. It was such a fantastic time. I cannot, cannot express um, the stories, the camaraderie, uh, the, the joy that came from hanging out with those two guys for two days traveling around North Georgia. And if I ever have the opportunity to do it again, the answer is a gigantic yes on all counts. I will mention this. It wasn't long after uh, we finished this up, about a month, in fact, or so, uh, that Harvey hit Houston where Steve Bennett lives. And fortunately, his family weathered that storm pretty well. And so we're going to not give him a hard time if he hasn't been biking yet. But I'm going to check back in November and see how the biking thing's going with he and the family. Uh, Because he did step out there in the midst of it. Um, As for me with the biking, I don't need that surgery anymore. The old bikeectomy is just a little too much to live through. I will tell you this. Stick around, ladies and gentlemen. uh, For there is one more thing to come. Uh, Much like a Marvel movie... As the one we ran into, uh, we we have a post-credits sequence. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Geek Out Loud. I hope you'll join us nightly 
uh, live at Mixer.com slash Goldiverse as we watch Stranger Things together. And if you can't, I hope that you will enjoy our Stranger Things rewatch coming up here on your safe place to geek out. This is the this has been the Geek Out Loud podcast. I have been and continue to be Steve Glosson, and we'll see you next time on Geek Out Loud. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Check one, two. I better calm on down. All right, as promised. Wow, suddenly the record levels are a lot higher than they were. That's because you turned it off and turned it back on. It has to get used to it. Well, no, I'm hearing things better in my headphones than I was. Oh, really? Yeah, it's crazy. The volume, I guess. It's weird. All right, as promised, ladies and gentlemen. One of the things that bothered me on my last watch through Stranger Things is that when Eleven goes to the store and she steals the Egos. Where is she going to toast them? Exactly. That's what I thought this last time through. Never thought about that right. the first couple and times. And so, <clears throat> she ate, that means she ate them cold. And maybe even partially frozen. A frozen treat, as it were. And she never put butter and syrup on those things, because the first time she had an Ego, it was just wrapped up in... Mike's pocket and brought down to her. And she really likes these things. Let's find out what they're like whenever they're not syruped. Right. Not heated. Right. This so, doesn't sound good. <clears throat> this, know, maybe they had more sugar in 1983. They might have. I've got Ego Home Style Waffles, Kellogg's Ego Home Style Waffles. $5 off Crayola when you buy three packs of Ego Waffles. Anyone need some crayons? Now, did, did Spin you, it. I'll did let you, you see do the Star Wars Egos right below? I did, and shelf? I almost grabbed those, except that just wouldn't have it been. It just doesn't look right. Well, it wouldn't have been the right. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't yeah. look right for the for the pictures. And... Right. Oh boy, these are. So what have we got going Definitely on here? Definitely not toasted. Oh, the... oh, oh, and they're soggy. Oh, oh they this is not. Oh. Let me get my water. <laughs> You might have to wring that out. <laughs> they're not soggy. They're floppy. They? They're definitely floppy, but they're not really soggy, as one considers sogginess. I've got, when we went to Daytona this spring, we got this four-pack of these little rubber Frisbees. Yeah, that's what they feel like. That's what they feel like is rubber Frisbees. Yeah, yeah. You know, I bet my dogs would love to play with these. They'd they smell. It, they'd Are these actually? They smell like rubber. They don't smell dumb. A little, little Play-Doh-y. Mm-hmm. Oh, the said Chaz went for it. Chaz just went for it. With, <laughs> Chaz went for it with no preamble. Chaz just. Oh, we, <laughs> we have to build up to it, Chaz. Oh my gosh, two and a half minutes in, and Chaz like. Rah, rah, rah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he's like, all right, I'm tired of recording now. I'll just take a bite. <laughs> okay, so how is it? Play-Doh smells good enough to eat, doesn't it? Yeah, how is it? It's all right. Tastes like a nego. It's it's dry. <laughs> it's well. It's dry. It's dry. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Mm-mm. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. Oh, it but, could use some jelly or syrup. Yeah, but now if it were frozen, solid, I think it'd be kind of hard to eat. Well, maybe. I don't. I don't think she was eating them frozen. 
She was hauling them out. To yeah, the she got them out there. It'd, it'd probably be about how we got them now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chaz had inducting. I mean, Chaz, you <laughs> tore in this thing like it was a sushi well, roll. It smelled tasty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's no cinnamon toast donut <laughs> crunch. Oh, so whoa. The, the, the world-class eating champion has outrun us on eating the Ego. Yes. By the way, I do have... That's another thing. <laughs> Listen, there's so much going in this episode. <laughs> We've got seventh-place Euro champion. <laughs> seventh-place. But what is... Major League Eating? Major League Eating, yeah. Seventh-place in Euros. I mean, that's pretty substantial. When you think of how many people there are in the world, you're number seven. All because he wanted a T-shirt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many T-shirts did you get from Major League Eating? Three. That's amazing. Four. I forgot the I slug burgers. Yeah. All right. If there was an Ego Eating Championship and you had to eat them untoasted, how? I mean, is this possible? Is this a dip in? You'd have to. You'd have to dip. This is pretty dry stuff. It is very dry. It's so not the, bad though. The slug burgers out in Corinth, Mississippi, were dry. I, I, Are those like meatballs? No, I mean, you've made it sound like meatballs. They're like flat. Oh, they're meatballs. flat. Yeah. Meat loaf or something. Meat loaf. Deep fried. Deep fried. Mm-hmm. I mean, Corinth is practically Tennessee at that point. Our favorite Jimmy Mack, our friend Jimmy Mack from Ready right. from Rebel Force Radio. His mom is from Corinth. Yeah. Oh, his mom. His mom. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So, well, look. I don't think it's going to kill us, the ego. But it's not something I'd want to do. Not but sure. it's good to know that should the zombie apocalypse happen and we lose power, we can handle some egos as long as they're not moldy, I guess. We don't have to toast them. No, they were actually pretty good. Yeah. Like I like if I took some butter and spread all over it. Apple butter. I mean, any kind of Apple butter. Apple butter on this would be good. Yeah, just <laughs> spray it with some spray parquet. Butter. Some par spray. <laughs> all right. Butter. So, well, we'll do all the bona fides uh, as we wrap up. But for Shaz, for Steve, for myself, thank you guys for listening. This has been a great trip. Steve, I know that we're actually recording this before we finish off our second leg of the trip. But thank you so much for organizing this and putting this together. If, if tomorrow's half as fun as what we've had today, then I don't deserve to be having as much fun as what we've had. Well, I'm so. just thrilled that you guys were able to join me, and it, it's a blast. I'm looking forward I'm to having, tomorrow. Well, we appreciate it. And Shaz, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Somebody's got to eat these things. <laughs> well, what I, okay, let me just stop talking. I just, I'm excited that you now know what's expected of shot lining up, and so tomorrow... You can jump right on that. You know, it's it's. We may even need to go back and retrace. We may need to go back to Tiffany's and do some more photo shooting just to make sure we got it. Because we may just move the table tomorrow if we went back. I think the table moving is a good idea. I'm going every week, and I'm going to get to where they know me and will let me in the kitchen. And I'm going to take a picture of me in the kitchen. And I'm going to send it to you, and you'll be like, "Oh, you got in the kitchen." That's one thing we didn't talk about because we were on the road. Oh, they eat it when they, when they knew you knew how to run a short order. 
They're like, we could have used your help. That's true. That's true. You could have been in the kitchen. Today. I could have gotten in the kitchen it's today. Y'all need some help? If I'd have said, do y'all need some help back there? I Well, you know, you don't want to. They don't need another new hand when they are when they were all trained one. But I'll tell you this. The restroom is right across from the kitchen in this restaurant. And so Steve has to get up to go to the restroom. Steve Bennett, not myself. And he walks to go to the restroom. And I, I guess creepily watching Steve go to the restroom. And what I mean is make his way to where the restroom is. Now, I'm not watching you. You know what I mean. And Steve does this thing when he walks down the little hallway. You can see him. He kind of barely glances over. The bathroom's on his right. The kitchen door will be on his left. He barely glances over his left. And then he does the big double take. He's like, well, there that, there that is. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. So, all right. So we're out of here. We thank everyone. And uh, we'll do a proper wrap-up here in just a second. You would think we'd do a proper wrap-up. But I'm apparently the James Gunn of podcasting. So you don't just get one post-credit sequence, ladies and gentlemen. You're getting two. For there was a piece of audio that I forgot to snag and stick in the middle of this whole thing. And it's when our friend, Steve Bennett, told the story of uh, how he got into competitive eating. So, take it away, Steve. Major League Eating, the guys that organized the Coney Island deal. And uh, I was like... That's so sweet. I really wish I had one of those t-shirts. Those t-shirts are awesome, but they didn't sell them. Only the competitors could have it. So, like, all year, I was just kind of down that I didn't get a t-shirt. So the next year it came up, and I'm by the stage, and they've got a box of the shirts for the competitors, and I'm just staring at it. And I don't realize anybody's near me, but I'm just... You really I, want I, a shirt. I, I just bad. wanted a shirt, and I'm looking at it. And uh, the the announcer looks at me, and uh, he says, you want to eat? I was like, what? He's hey, like, yeah, you, you want to you, eat, You want to eat? No. And I was like, um, yeah. He was like, get a shirt, go in the back. I, I didn't have somebody show up. I need to fill a slot up here. So he invited me up just randomly wow. to, to go up. So I got my shirt, and I was happy. Um, and I tied. There were 10 of us up there, and I tied for last place. Um, tied for last. I tied for last. It was a three-way tie. What were you eating? Come on, gyros. Wow. And um, and I was like, well, one, I had had a bottle of wine, oh. and like a couple of Slovaki by that time because I didn't prepare. I'm sorry. I don't guess I know what a Slovaki is. It's like a, a steak skewer. Oh, sounds great. Oh, wow. Yeah, like a kebab. Sounds incredibly tasty. And so I had been eating and drinking for. You know, the better part of two hours. Yeah, you had. And, and old, I got up the on old stage. drunk fatty. You. <laughs> <laughs> so I got up there and I was like, "Hey, if I tied for last place after, yeah, eating, what if, what if I actually prepared for this? So, is there a follow up to this? Oh part? yeah, yeah. I um. Well, here we go. I. You got your the, shirt. That I got my shirt, and so the next year I actually. Um, you came back for another for another go? Well, no, I started to follow Major League Eating ah. to see, well, if they're doing the hot dog thing and they're doing Euros, what else are they doing? Yeah. Everything. So it turns out um, they go to the Slugburger Festival in Corinth, Mississippi. And now, what's a Slugburger? A Slugburger is a burger that they made back in the Depression um, where it was just ground meat with a bunch of fillers in it, breadcrumbs that they deep fry, 
Okay. And put pickle and mustard on it, and they sold them for a nickel or a slug mm. back in the day. Oh, I got you. Okay. Right? And so um, Corinth has this annual slug burger festival. So I went on the Major League Eating site, and I registered for that competition. And I took the family out to Corinth, Mississippi, and uh, I got up on stage, and I ranked, like again, like seven. I was not dead last, so I felt like a success. Um, so then the next year I came back. Again? Well, to the Greek festival. Right. And I registered this time, yeah. and they let me go. Um, it was great, because now we had Joey Chestnut, and we had uh, Matt Megatote Stoney, both there, who Megatoe. was the number one and number two right. leaders yeah. in the country. And so, you know, I was able to introduce them to the boys, and um, and then share the stage with them. And uh, I did pretty horrible that time. They had more of the competitor eaters and less of the local ones, that one. Um, Which you now are. At this point. Well, yeah. It, it, How so long was ago was this? About three years ago. Good night. And so I... Uh, then they had the qualifier for Nathan's Hot Dog Festival. They have the 4th of July contest mm -hmm. at Coney right. Island. Right. But they have qualifiers all around the country mm -hmm. to, to get in it. So you win a local and you get a slot. So they were coming to Houston and... I went for it, and it was at the mall near my work. And so a couple of guys from the office showed up and were cheering me out in the audience. <laughs> and I, I thought they were joking. I didn't think anybody I knew would show up. Well, that thing was painful because gyros at least have tzatziki and they're easy to eat. Yeah. Um, but these hot dogs were just greasy and gross, and um, the guy next to me started gagging, and it just really uncomfortable and I came in dead last <laughs> I got a really cool shirt I got I got I got I got the Nathan's hot dog shirt Unfor unfortunately hero. the guy next to me puked <laughs> all over it <laughs> and here's the thing the, the guy who's gagging out ate him <laughs> oh, that's true that's true <laughs> that's true and so um so I, I, I get done, and I was just, I had, like, meat sweats and everything. I think I ate, like, nine of those Nathan's dogs in ten minutes. It so wasn't anything it. extraordinary. And so I, I, I threw in the towel. I was done. You know, the guys at work got a chuckle out of it. And I just had no intention of registering for another contest. But then the day came. But I then, saw another cool teacher. <laughs> no, I got a call from New York. And it was Sam, the promoter of of uh, the, um, the Major League Eating, and they had a slot for the upcoming, the Euro Festival was coming back, and um, the the news wanted, they had a morning segment, and the big names weren't flying in until the following day, and he needed somebody to show up at the studio and eat on live morning television at the oh Fox Studios. Gosh, no. He's like, so could you go do that for me and I was like sure so <laughs> I show so up so you went and represented and Major he wasn't League even signed eating? up for this this is great you, you went and represented Major League Eating yeah wow. on, on live morning news and uh, and and so and he said and it, it'll be real short you'll compete against the anchorman and so I was like okay I can I'll eat an anchorman um, 
But yeah. when I got there, they started asking me questions about my technique and all this other stuff. Mm. I was like, just get well, it. Well, I open my mouth, <laughs> I insert the food, chew real fast, swallow. And so I get there, and the two anchors, I had you know, a guy and a girl on both sides of me. And um, they were interviewing me, and you know, they said, okay, and start. And they were acting like they were about to eat, but then when they started eating, they both just held their sandwich and watched me. Right. And so, and and they're like, oh, look at him go, look at him go. And I'm just getting play by play. And, um, you know, I just, they start laughing and I'm just making a mess. It was hilarious. And so, because I did that, Sam invited me back to, you know, the other Greek festival again. Um, and so I, one last time. And uh, Mickey Sudo, Mickey Sudo was there. She's the uh, number one female yeah. eater. Oh, and so uh, Steve Bennett, the well is just so deep. It is. Like I just, I keep plumbing the depths of Steve Bennett, and just getting happier and happier. He's an onion. You just keep peeling away the layers. You can't get through the heart. Oh, that's the Steve Bennett, competitive eater.